Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Sponsor um. us. Ow! Oh, is that how you wanted to start the episode? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for playing. That's all you wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. You really started <laughs> off with like, I really have a specific way that I want to start this episode, and that is it. And and that's how I wanted to do it. Say it with me. Underwhelmed. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, I have things that I I feel like um, clean cleaning house, as they say, which is oh my god, stop. Don't say that. That's so annoying. Also, first of all, I'm I'm sick, sick, boom. Um, this episode, <laughs> so uh, please don't take anything I say in this episode seriously. Um, I really wanted to sing the tick, tick, boom song. What's the tick, tick, boom? You're thirty. Is that <laughs> all? I all I know is the Vanessa Hudgens, where like it looks like they're doing like um, a puppet feel show. Bad that yeah. you feel bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry that you're sick. Thank you. I was waiting. Um, do, do you think you have the COVID or no? No, that doesn't exist. Oh no, my God! I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't, say, can't that. say that. <laughs> I can't say that. You can't say that. Um, I just got my 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 second booster. Um, Everybody wait. Go get your shots. Wait. I feel like I got my second booster like a year ago. I got my so I got the two shots. Then six months later, I got another shot, and Wait. then a full calendar year after that, uh-huh. I just got my fourth shot. So my second booster. Wait, do I only have one booster or two? I think you probably only have one. Most people only have one because they got the first two shots. Okay. And um, this is the content that the people want to hear. Um, like, it got, everyone, get your shots, get your everyone. Shots. Even though it doesn't get- exist. Oh my god, who said that? Oh Who my god. said that? <laughs> Donald Trump? No. Oh my god, stop it. Um, please do not trace this podcast. Like, I don't want people tracing <laughs> back. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, anyway, cleaning house. Um, congratulations to So Emotional for making it to second round of the Glacket. Um, yep. your time has finally come. Um, and I really hope that you thrive in multiple rounds. <laughs> Uh, in the future. I mean, who's to say? I think that the next the next round is absolutely going to be messy. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just not, I don't know. I'm sick. Um, but <laughs> Sick, sick, boom. I'm sick, sick, boom. Also, um, I wanted to, in, in since our last recording, our episode with mystery guest, the, the, the beautiful girl reading this, has been released. <laughs> and I want to thank you, um, thank all of the people that have reached out and um and said andrew stop being a little prissy little bitch um and stop being <laughs> stop crying no that's not what they said they, they it was very very kind messages um and a, a lot of people said that they actually really like this format and they're like we okay. want to continue doing the same format okay. for future rounds so completely random the completely random yeah um week. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people came out of the glood work, um, and, um, 
said very, very kind things that really warmed my heart of hearts. So, um, jar of hearts. My jar of hearts. Mm. Um, oh, I love that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, still, still up to up for debate. We also there yeah. were there were some people that also said like, hey, um, we we, you know, we we want like something different for the next round. Um, so there's still time. Uh, we're projected. We still have months. We're projected to start the second round in. I believe like spring. So, um, yeah. yeah, but these cups are getting light. Let's just say that. Let's um, just say that. A lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying that. Um, also, should we sell these cups? I don't know. Sure. Why not? It'd be on you. To I make know. Them. Oh my God. They were of, like, <laughs> I will be honest. These cups, like, I, the, the hardest part about making these cups was truly, I mean, this is, this makes sense, cutting up all of the songs. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just took a really long time. I said, uh, yeah, as in I knew how that felt, but you did it all. So I was just saying, yeah, as in I can see that that would take a long time. No, I got that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh, I love when you stand in solidarity with me. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> um, did you have anything else to bring to this episode other than that God awful way that you started it? <laughs> No, I'm excited to hear your voicemails because uh, I did some review and some prep work to talk about your voicemails. Oh, really? Okay. Wait, so did you happen to go into voice.google.com and see... I didn't want to listen to them. I wanted to hear it raw, but I, I knew what the content was going to be about. I'm just shaking my cup. I'm right. just shaking my cup. Oh, um, shake, 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 shaking my cup. Shake, shake, shake. Oh, I want to pull that tonight. <laughs> Oh wait, can we can we do our projection right now? Sorry, I'm sick. Yeah. We're all over the place. Um, yeah, let's do it right now. Fuck it. Okay, because I have one. You brought so emotional back. There's no more rules, baby. There's no baby. more fucking rules. You're listening to a <laughs> lawless podcast <laughs> for once. A podcast without laws. Um, yes. Okay, let's do a three, two, one. Three, three two, two, one. one. Then you're always running here and there. What are you singing? I I said the title of the song. Then most people (laughs) would turn you away, turn you away. I'll be honest, spoiler alert, when we do pull that song, and it might be tonight, who the heck knows? Um, I love it. I think it's beautiful. They kind of snapped. Okay. Um, audio medium, I'm scrunching up my eyebrows. Oh my god, wait. I, <laughs> I think that we really should really dive deep into explaining every single thing that we're doing. Everything audio medium, I'm did. pointing with my finger right now. <laughs> audio medium, I'm sticking my tongue out and going, peace signs. Uh. <laughs> um, I, th- I feel like that's still translated um, without <laughs> you saying that. Anyway, uh, do you want to get into the, some voicemails? I do. I really do. Oh, okay. Thank God. Um, finally. Finally. God. God. Here we go. Wait, which one do I want to do first? Um, what does okay. Jesus Wait, do you, do you want, do you want the, don't read it. Don't read it. Do you I'm want, not looking. do you want the positive? Do you want the positive Hanukkah Oh Hanukkah? Or do, you do want I want the, the good news first or do I want the bad news first? Yeah. I think I want the bad news first. You want the bad news first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
Hello, my name is Leah, not spelled like that, from Ohio, not that part, and oh boy, do I have some gloss. First of all, let's try Hanukkah Ohanka. As a Jew, this feels like a hate crime to me. Honestly, the first time I heard it, I just rolled my eyes, but upon hearing that so many people truly ride or die for this song, I need to speak my truth. This is a song for preschoolers. It's the equivalent of like if they did some sort of vacation Bible school song. If they really wanted to do a Hanukkah song, perhaps they could have done Mario Thors, which is an actual Hanukkah song from the liturgy, but that would have required someone to warn some Hebrew, which clearly they did not care about. But, quite frankly, there was no need to do a Hanukkah song. I know that often people think that by including one Hanukkah thing in, with their Christmas festivities, they're being inclusive, but personally, I think it's usually unnecessary at best, and tokenism or pandering at worst. The truth is that Hanukkah, not a major Jewish holiday. The only reason people care about it so much is because of the commercialization of Christmas. Meanwhile, the holidays that are genuinely very important to our religion, most people couldn't tell you a damn thing about, let alone, I don't know why that's beeping, <laughs> let alone even name. While we're at it, let's talk about portrayal of Judaism by non-Jewish actors, shall we? While Glee is clearly not the most blatant or upsetting example of this, this is something that myself and many other Jews do find quite irritating as a topic of a wide debate in the Jewish community, with some even going as far as to call this jew face. It's one thing and sort of a gray area to have Leah Michelle play a Jewish character since she does have Jewish heritage, even though she's not a practicing Jew, but neither Jacob Artist nor Mark Salem are slash word Jewish. So really, I do not need and not actually Jewish people singing a prequel song about a barely legitimate holiday. I do not understand in the slightest why people go so fucking wild for this terrible song. Not to mention, it still doesn't sound good. I feel like despite writing all this out in advance, I still have not conveyed any of my points as well as I would have liked to. But truly, I can write a fucking PhD thesis about the treatment of Jews on this show, starting with Jacob and Israel. Also, if you're going to have Leah Michelle playing a Jewish character, fine. But you don't get to have it both ways and then also have her singing blatantly religious Christmas songs about Jesus. I don't mind her singing fun wintry Christmas vibe songs, but oh, holy night, she is truly only Jewish when it's convenient to the plot. Fully unrelated, I need to share the fact, the fact that when I got the New York Times notification that Roe v. Wade was overturned, I was listening to the scientist Gleecast version by Gleecast, which I think will be a good story to, like, tell my grandkids one day, specifically the Britney versus playing. Anyway, the scientist for Galactic Winner, if there's any good in the world, the final two will be me against the music and the scientist. Best two songs on Glee, I said what I said. Also, you guys not sending so emotional through was rude, but not sending my life will suck without you through. And for a willful one, that's a criminal offense. You'll be hearing from my attorney. You'll be paying through your blinds. Watch your glass. Okay, thank you. I really worked hard to get that all in three minutes. <laughs> Bye. Leah. Did they stutter? They, not at all. No, they didn't stutter. Incredible. Really? I can tell that they wrote it down, rehearsed it, mm-hmm. threw it back and reversed it. The, it was oh my great. gosh. And that timer, that was a paid actor. Um, Literally. That was like, I loved it. It really like, it gave some sense to it. It was like, oh, okay, she's just like us. Stars, they're they're yeah. simply just like us. They're simply um, just like us. Uh, Leah, thank you so much for, for sending this through. I, you know, I'll say it. This might be Leah Michelle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It is. Um, I have not considered these thoughts before. I, I, I brought this this voicemail to your attention because mm-hmm. I also received. Um, we received a voicemail that was very positive. Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, and so I just wanted to not really have a conversation as two non-Jewish people um, about (laughs) Hanukkah or Hanukkah, but just sort of as just information because I don't want like Leah's like information, all of this text that she um, beautifully prepared ahead of time 
Mm -hmm. uh, to just like just be left in a voice.google.com account Mm -hmm. um, and not see the light of day. Um, No, I loved it. And so, uh, you know, obviously I, you know, to add two cents to the conversation, um, Glee um, is famous for, for doing this with minority groups that it's like, okay, um, you got you got your Jewish character here. You got your black character here, and it's like they're not doing the damn thing. It's like they just mm-hmm. want tokenism for the 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 fact of tokenism, um, and so I think you know them calling out like Jacob and Israel, yeah, yes. absolutely. And like I was annoyed, yeah. I, even as like a non-Jewish person, like the uh, uh, Rachel Berry, like just throughout the series, it's like fucking pick a fucking lane. If you're gonna have one, like if. If we're doing Christmas episodes, can we at least acknowledge that she's not celebrating Christmas? Sure. I don't know. What do you think? Wow. Um, uh, I really <laughs> liked everything that Leah had to say. I really, really uh, appreciated that point of view. I, um, I disagree with the fact that it's a bad song. I really think it slaps. I... Personally... I have a changed perspective on this song, thanks to Leah, because it's like, if this is a preschool song, I just never looked at it through that lens. And it's like, oh, wait, maybe it is. Maybe it is like a preschool song. And it's like a, it's like a rude way to be talking about the holiday. And it's like, if we're doing every possible Christmas song under the goddamn light of day, mm-hmm. then... It's like, why is this the Hanukkah song that we're getting? Sure. I I don't know. I would argue that the Christmas songs sang on Glee are not all that deep either. Right, but we get a we get a Oh Holy Night, and that's a that's a damn beautiful song. Yes, that is a damn beautiful song. But then we get like Jingle Bell Rock, and there's no real content to that. It's right, just, but it's like there yeah. is there is like a spectrum. There's a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's fair. I want to hear the positive, the positive affirmations. Okay, great. For Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Well, here we go. Hi guys. Um, my name is Morgan, and I have to call in to tell you guys that Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, losing to somebody to love. Cast version by Good Claps, obviously, is criminal. Hanukkah and Hanukkah is the best holiday song that was ever on that show. The Puckerman brothers, they ate it up. It was so good. The performance, the vocals, everything. Somebody to love, like, it wasn't bad, but it didn't, like, wow me. The power of nostalgia beat out the power of amazingness by Hanukkah, Hanukkah. And honestly, it felt a little bit targeted. I'm not gonna lie. So, discuss because I'm right. Okay. Thank you, Morgan. Morgan, so many thoughts just off the top. Um, you, (laughs) I just, I just want it to be brought to attention that when we get these voicemails, they automatically transcribe into text. And so, um, when you said Puckerman Brothers, it said that the text was Fuckerman Fuckerman Brothers. Brothers. (laughs) Which I would say like front runner for title of app, but I don't think that I can Put that as the title of that. If it was just us in the Zoom call, sure, that's what we would be. Buckerman Brothers. Um, Buckerman Brothers. But also, not to 
No, this is so rude to call Morgan out, but I'm going to do it anyway. But like, this is exactly what I'm doing because I know that Morgan, the way that you said this message, and like, I know that you're not actually mad and like getting these text messages, which I alluded to two episodes ago, where it's like, you're mad about like white Christmas and everything. It's like, right. these are the type of things that it's like, okay, um, Hanukkah or Hanukkah, again, somebody to love, objectively, somebody to love is <laughs> so much better song. I am so sorry that the Glacket is made up this way, that people are going to be upset about every single competition. But it's like, Hanukkah or Hanukkah, come on, Morgan. We know that it's a, we know that somebody to love is a better song. Yeah. Stop yeah. lying to yourself. I'm sorry. I, I would say, I would agree with you, Andrew. I think objectively somebody to love, the nostalgia is there, the blue outfits, they're there, the, just the content of the song, the vocals are there, um, more than Hanukkah oh Hanukkah. Uh, I rewatched Hanukkah oh Hanukkah right before this, the full performance, because I was like, okay, if I'm going to be talking about this, I should have the source material in my brain. That... Having been on the Paramount Studios tour now, it is weird to watch that the tapes. Oh, really? Yes, because they because they start out um, at the like cafe right there. Uh huh. That's right outside of where they film Breadsticks, and then they walk through, or they're on the. Uh, golf cart through New York where they film the New York scenes in season five and that's, six. Yeah. Oh. And then they go nice. around to the front and then they where the uh, the fountain is right in front of Paramount Studios mm-hmm. arch. Yeah. And the big tree is on top of the fountain. And in the background you can see the Paramount Theater where they have all of their competition performances filmed. Uh-huh. So it really it hurts my brain because it, I, I don't, somebody needs to explain this to me. I need to like talk to a PA at Paramount Studios and have them like explain this shit to me and how call times work and how an entire month of filming works because how do you work in Paramount Studios, film a show within the studios, but then also be like part of this show is going to be in the actual studios and we need a fake movie to fake film so that these other fake people can run through the fake scene and then the fake director will call fake cut but then the real director will call real cut what's real what's not i don't know anymore oh my god i can see you're getting emo Um, i'm getting stressed out Wait, you you were at, at such a pitch that the Zoom didn't pick it up, so you said words and I didn't hear what you just said. I'm stressed out. Okay. How deep does the metaverse go? Okay. You Mark know, Zuckerberg. Um. Tell me, Elon Musk, how can I buy the little blue check? Um, I think. Okay. Because honestly, like I'm honestly like a little bit jealous of you because I'm like (laughs) I would love to live in a reality where it's like okay this is so like annoying and I don't want to sound like elitist or anything um but like to not know to just like not know and it's like yeah like okay like fuck me I went to film school I'm such a little bitch um uh I but like okay I I remember 
<laughs> this is so mean, and I don't want to treat you like baby, but like no, treat me like baby. I don't know anything. But Ooh, it's like gaga, mama. I I remember when things started making sense to me in in a way that they started <laughs> making sense for you now, where it's like, oh, this is no longer fun. This is no longer en- entertainment to watch. It's like no, now I'm con- it's not. I'm just watching. Like okay, I'm thinking people about- run around a thing. Right. I'm constantly thinking about how they actually created this content that is meant to be entertained but now I'm not even being as entertained as I was yeah. before because I'm in the know and I don't know I'm woke I'm, I'm woke. woke to the, pa- to the <laughs> Paramount Studios I woke up Lore. Um, but um yeah I don't I don't know I don't uh, the point of what I'm saying uh yeah I mean this is the rest of your life now. It's like great. Yeah, it's, I'm always gonna notice that the the windows are frosted at the lima bean, right? Specifically so that you can't see out, right? And it's like the I don't know. I I feel like even this conversation I don't. <laughs> but this even sounds annoying as I'm saying it. I don't want to be ruining Glee or any TV show or movie <laughs> for anybody listening to this. Like, let it, it be real. Let it be an mm. actual thing that exist on some plane of existence mm-hmm. and was um streamed on fox <laughs> uh like 10 years ago uh let that i just i don't want to ruin that for you i think that's a beautiful thing and it was mm-hmm. uh you know a thing for me uh up until a few years ago and a thing for you up until right now right now um and you're getting in the moment yeah insane anyway hanukkah or hanukkah. anyway hanukkah hanukkah <laughs> I, I I mean, none of these, I mean, I really appreciated what these Gloysmills had to say. I'm still going to thoroughly enjoy the song when it plays on shuffle. Okay. I'm curious if, like, if if this opens up another can of worms of, like, a further Hanukkah or Hanukkah discourse. <laughs> um, I am very intrigued to find out yeah. uh, the onion that is this um mm-hmm conversation of Hanukkah. The layers. The layers. Um, but again, I have to reiterate, somebody to love. You come on. Could you Even imagine I can say that. could you imagine if this is so mean to be calling Morgan out people in this would fashion? Be, people would be at our houses right now. I think they would steaks and little flames yeah. on sticks like Beauty and the Beast and they'd take a giant trunk of a tree and they bang it against our front doors until we can. As out. they goddamn should. Yeah. Sorry. And then Morgan would be the only one like not. And this is so mean to be calling Morgan. Morgan out would be <laughs> would be with us, cowering like Morgan. We we were right. Morgan, we love you. We love. We love that we every love glee. All the uh, every gleek has a different opinion. Um, yes. As hilarious as each opinion is. Um, I called them gloisteners. Gloisteners. Yeah, because I'm. Mixed- Gloysmail and glisteners. Oh, I kind of love that. Gloysteners. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's so oh. cute. Gloysteners. Um, yeah, Hanukkah, Hanukkah is not for <laughs> not for me. It's more so for you for whatever reason, mm-hmm. yet to be determined. For whatever fucking reason, it slaps, <laughs> and I will be. It will be on repeat. Okay. Well. Um, this holiday season. All right. Anyway, we already did the song. Glee. Okay, Glee. <laughs> 
Gleeks. We are back this week with another Glistener of the podcast, a special Glistener, because they are the Glardists behind our um, podcast art. Glardists maybe being the worst Glee themed <laughs> word um, <laughs> uh, we've come up with. But um, Drew, how are you? I'm really good. I'm very excited. <laughs> we are so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, walk us through your relationship with this little known show that nobody's ever heard about. It's pretty independent. Um, Glee. <laughs> um, I started watching Glee in 2020 on Netflix, like I'm sure many people mm-hmm. did. So it's, it's a bit of a, um, I guess I'm a newer fan. Okay. Some people are like, very, you know, you guys have watched it for a very long time. Um, and it, it was like in quarantine, but also I think something that makes the story really funny is around in, in the summer of 2020, I was in a car accident and I had a concussion. Oh my okay. God. It's not very funny, but like I was watching Glee, like I hit my head and like, like, I feel like I didn't remember a lot of season one the first time I watched it. And then when I saw right. it again, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen some of this these. This is things. new content. <laughs> wow. It's kind of fun though. And that's, that's <laughs> kind of the funny part. But I also, I also watched it in like two chunks because I feel like I watched seasons one and two in, in 2020 and then I had stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's also very funny because the reason I stopped is because I had like an argument with someone who had wanted to watch it with me and was upset that I had watched it without them Mm -hmm. Hmm. and then yeah lots of lots of drama in this story (laughs) drama 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 but when i came back and i watched seasons three through six it it changed it changed me like a year later it changed me i haven't stopped thinking about it okay (laughs) since Mm -hmm. the day i finished it it's same um (laughs) since that since that final day it's just been on my mind forever, and um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm autistic, so it's become very much a special interest, which okay. is yeah. very, very intense. But um, because I also draw, obviously, you know, I've um, taken to drawing the characters, particularly Kurt and Blaine. Yes, um, I'm sure you've seen. It's so good. <laughs> I I'm obsessed. I'm like, okay, wait, you're you're at is at Drew Drawing without the G at the end. Yeah, I, that was taken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, while they're listening to this this episode right now, go to Instagram, go follow at Drew Drawing. It's iconic. You did like a a drawing of like um Clayne as the in, Star Wars. As oh, Star, the Wars. Star Wars costumes, yeah, so and then good. also like Run Joey Run as well, right? Oh, right. Um, I was talking <laughs> to a friend, and we were talking about props and how funny some of like the switches was, and she was yeah. like, "Can you please do like other scenes of Finn and Puck, but it's Kurt and Blaine?" And so I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like a fun time." <laughs> it's so good. I'm obsessed. That's good. And there's, um, a little, there's a little Tina as Rachel appearing, which is also very important. We appreciate it. <laughs> Um, wait, how did you first discover Glee? Because I'm like, obviously Glee had this this major resurgence during pandemic. And I'm just like so curious what yeah. it was that brought like individuals to it. Um, I honestly, it was just that I like one day my mom, my mom and I watch TV together a lot. And one day my mom was just like, you know, what's the next show we should watch? I think Glee. And now looking yeah. back, I'm like, why would my mom suggest 
fish that were marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. But we liked, you know, we liked the sort of cheesy high school like movies like that. So sure. I was like, this is this is up our alley. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was very much up my alley. I think watching the pilot, the moment that I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to be into this is watching um, Finn, Carol throw the, the milk, milk yes after the, after the <laughs> lawn guy i was like okay this is funny i get it <laughs> this is my entire personality for the rest of my life was yeah. anything exactly. it's never going away was anything spoiled for you since you i've always thought that because i'm watching game of thrones in the same way like mm-hmm. long time after the show has been over not long time but after the show has been over and a lot of people were obsessed with it so long ago and mm-hmm. now I'm just like, I kind of know a lot of things. Were anything spoiled for you with Glee? Oh, a ton of stuff. Really? Like, I think especially because it was 2020 and it was having this huge popularity, they people post like posted a lot of clips yeah. on like Twitter all the time then. there was mm-hmm. I even remember going through before I had ever watched it, there was this Twitter account that was just titled like, here's what you missed on Glee. And it was just like typed out like moments or plot lines that are just Oh, ridiculous. you got to mute them. Yes. <laughs> so I just looked at it and I was like, maybe I like, ha- I do remember thinking like, I kind of have to see this. And yeah. like, I had seen all the most, I had seen like the, you got a boob job scene. Yep. You know, yes. that's on, Which, that's like, out there. I'm so, I, I thought that's so interesting because that scene obviously like was iconic when it aired. Mm-hmm. But like, it had a huge takeoff, like, in the most recent years. And, like, I, I feel like I'm seeing that everywhere. Dramatic readings, recreations. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, like, I. it's just so interesting that that is, like, the scene that people are, like, drawn it's to. It's into everybody's brains. Like, exactly. every word of it. I also yes. had seen um, the the Sue Sylvester's Nicki Minaj. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot about it for a while because it's in season four. Yeah. So you watched a lot of Glee, and then suddenly that comes up, and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot this are. was even coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, I, another thing that's taking off on TikTok, it, it isn't around very much right now, but Blaine's Somewhere Only We Know, but, like, a little bit sped up, was all over TikTok. And Wait, yeah, really? Everywhere. Like, every other video. Multiple times. Uh-huh. Like... It was, they just love that one. They love yeah. it. I mean, so do I. Who doesn't love somewhere we go sometimes? Right. But um, it, it was a little bit sped up, and I would play this game, like, every time somebody, like, a normal person uh, that doesn't watch Glee on a regular basis uh, would use it, I would automatically go to the comments, and I'm like, okay, how many comments until I see this is the Glee version, this is the Glee yeah. version? That. Yeah. And then right now, the... Um, there's only one person that can tell you who you are. Me? No, me. <laughs> Sue Sylvester. Sue Sylvester. <laughs> like, people people are cutting off the Sue Sylvester part because they don't know Glee. It's they don't so know what funny. that is. Yeah. But the fact that that little snippet for why, like, why that little bit. It's got the potential of other jokes. Exactly. I but I got to be honest, the, the one thing that like, okay, I'm calling it out right now. The you're all minorities, you're in the Glee club for whatever reason did not like even like 
like solicit a, elicit a response for me in 2009 no. or whatever where it was like okay i watched that and was like okay yeah he's, he's spitting sure. he's spitting facts glee club um participants are minorities by all <laughs> means um but like that just like took off in a way that it's like oh my god wait that this was in the series yeah it, i just think it's so interesting this this um i don't know readdressment of of this series and like calling out certain things and i mean allison you brought up like um kurt saying um this is so terrible but like the the the, pr- the prison he calls camp skinny sam, he calls sam prison camp skinny in Not season five okay no no yeah they, so. they all say things that like they're yeah. like i like oh. you as a character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right and it's like okay oh i don't know I just gotta ignore that, I guess. And I feel like I feel like Santana does say a lot of things that it's like we know it, that's the the most popular fave, but like yeah. there are some things that she says too. That's I like, recently yeah. rewatched Born This Way, which by all accounts, oh my like, god, Santana and Born This Way, a Santana episode people love. They're like, oh my gosh, the Lebanese shirt, all this stuff. But then yeah. also she like says some things to Tina in that episode that you're like, oh, oh wow. That's- not this good. your man? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Drew, you you are a glistener of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any Glock Glakes hot takes, if you will? I sure do. Okay. Um, the The forum is open. I have some. I have some competitions. I also have some things just in, about Glee in general. Yeah. That I have to say. Okay. Please. Here. So the, the floor is yours. So I'll start with the competitions. The first one I have. Um, is hate on me versus you keep me hanging on. I just, I, that one's not your fault because I remembered that that was the one where the people voted. Yep. It was the live yes. stream. Mm-hmm. But I just need to, I think, call out the general population um, because hate on me is so great. And I think that a lot of times Mercedes solos, just they don't get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy when recently you guys put through Someday We'll Be Together over Papa Don't Preach. I was like, Which, I was expecting you to go Quinn because you always go Quinn. But it, it, Now it, that you say it, that was another um, Mersolo versus Quolo. Mm-hmm. And um, history changed that episode. <laughs> because I, I do agree that like the, the Quinn stands are in full force. We don't have, we have slim pickings with uh, Quolos. Yeah, and- but I understand. And it's like Papa don't preach. Come on, <laughs> I under like people love Papa don't preach. I was like, surprised you guys didn't like it because all the time people are like, "Oh my gosh, I wish that they had the full version because it's very short, even on Spotify." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> the next I have written down is another one where I'm not very offended, but I just needed to talk about it, um, which is not the boy next door versus bad romance. Okay. Now I understand that anyone else other than me would vote for bad romance like right. i get it right right but not the ne- not the boy next door is very special to me like in my in me specifically i just really love it it's one of my favorite songs on the show i think it's because kurt gets a lot of like he's like sad when he sings a lot and mm-hmm. that one's so yeah. happy and i'm like oh kurt yes and then yeah. he doesn't get into niata sick no. is- right 
Devastating. Yeah. Oh, God. I want to, uh, like, Carmen Thibodeau, I have some questions with, like, Adam <laughs> Lambert and Jonathan Groff both not getting into Niata. Are you kidding Adam me? Adam Lambert didn't either? Yeah. Adam Lambert does say in Katie Gaga, like, hey, I auditioned for Niata, but I, but I guess, I guess I'm in I'll NYU. I NYU. <laughs> it's like, I okay. Guess the only person <laughs> who go, who gets into Niata is Rachel Berry. Like, it's yeah. just for her. Right. And even like Santana takes the like the late night classes, right? Like she... yeah, she's never a student. She's like, I'm no. just going to take I don't even know if she's actually taking a Niata dance class because they so often use those sets just to like be stuff that isn't like Niata. Right. Exactly. Like, this is it's, just like a it's the retirement group. home in the in the Kurt episode. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. those retirement <laughs> home people are not Niata students. No. I <laughs> <laughs> um Next I have, this was, this is a popular one to bring up. Um, and I just want to bring it up. I'll stand by you versus I want to hold your hand. <gasps> okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I, I think in that episode in particular, I think I stood in solidarity with Allison because I think that like, I was like, I, I, I need to, I need to give her this, this follow. And I think mm-hmm. that I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have really have any defense. That was the decision that I, I made um, well over a year ago. Yeah. And um, I, I, I no longer am in that same mindset. So I don't know what was going on. <laughs> the fact on. that that's over a year ago hurts my head. Um, I think that was like in like the summer of last year. Good yeah. God. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm a Finn stan from day one, baby. I understand that I, I want to hold your hand is more iconic. Yes. It really, I will say it's, that. I think that was what shocked me about it a lot is that mm-hmm. that one really has gone down in history. So. But again, what? slim pickings with good follows, you know? And when That's, the good follows it, come along, hard. I gotta say, this is a good follow. Yeah. And I think that. I think it is a good Finn song. I really coming, do think that one's good. It's all coming back to me now, Gleecast version by Gleecast. But I think <laughs> that when I was in the moment voting, I wanted to vote particularly because we've already sent through the Mercedes version mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. Toxic Season 2. And I was like, I can't live with myself if I'm sending this, like, remix Mercedes version <laughs> um, over the original. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I also, I get it. I feel like I remember it being, like, also just, like, sometimes you look at Corey and you're like... He was so great. He was like, so I, great. I, yeah. I have those feelings a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next, I have uh, Pure Imagination going through over It's Too Late. Um, Ooh, okay. Interesting. It's Too Late is, I think, one of Kurt and Blaine's best duets. Okay. And I honestly don't remember the episode where this happened very well. <laughs> it was the I'm episode like, with Audrey Campbell, listener of the pod, yes. You guys have such a good memory. For <laughs> Andrew does. Andrew does, not me. I know that I, every time that I listen to a, like a, a Glee song, I'm like, this is the episode that I was in, this is the song that it was oh against. <laughs> it's incredibly impressive. Um, but that's just, I just think that one's so great. And I think Pure Imagination, it does have very emotion. I think they both have emotional components because It's Too Late is the one where like Blaine's in the coffee shop yeah. and he looks over and there's him and Kurt as like the warblers in season two. Right. And I think that's crazy. Yeah. Like The like dream sequence quality. Anytime there's a dream sequence that like is trying to get you to feel something, Mm-hmm. I am feeling it. I yeah. felt that about it's unreleased. Spoiler alert, Drew. Um, I felt that about uh, head over feet slash 
Oh, what, will you still love me tomorrow? Will you still love me tomorrow? The claim of it all? No, like, that's on my list for things I want to hear. Yeah, like I looking into the mist that. and seeing Clayne's okay. hits. The, the beautiful girls reading um, this episode right now, <laughs> they already know that last week we did send it through. I don't know, Drew, if you will be happy what it was against. Um, but uh, What um, was it against? It was against... Candles. I mean, okay. No, no, no. I, I think that's okay. Is that okay? okay? I accept that. Candles. Okay. Here's the thing. Candles. I think is ironically like I'm. I'll, I'll ironically joke like, oh, candles was so great, but it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's not what good. I said in the episode. <laughs> I was like, the Klein stands will forgive me for this one, because. I think- we will. <laughs> it's candles. Like, come on. And we I feel like through. even though one of them is not plain singing, it's right. very plain. It's We're very We're still plain sending through focused. plain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. still, it's still for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I wrote this down before the most recent episode that has been released, uh-huh. where one of these has gloriously returned from the ashes. Um, I did want to talk about so emotional. <laughs> Wait, no, the floor is still your. Like, please celebrate please. it. Please. No, I'm very excited that they're both going through mm-hmm. because my whole point was going to be that these are two incredible numbers, and I think that if I were the guest on the episode, I would have. I like. You're talking specifically. Decision. So emotional. So versus emotional versus fighter. fighter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like I love a I love an intense like crazy Lolo, mm-hmm. and I think so emotional is like. It's like top tier Rachel and Santana. Yes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how do you pick? I don't know. When I made that <laughs> video poll and I watched So Emotional over again, I was like, I could just play this seven second clip that I made on loop. Yeah, it's so beautiful. <laughs> just, I think that ugh. the the Pesberry duets are are exclusively like for me. They're for no one else. Not, no yeah. one else can claim Pesberry duets. They are um, specifically for me. They're so beautiful, and I just think that like they're so. I don't know. I just love them. I, I kissed a girl. I don't know who you are though. I don't know who I kissed a girl is. That's not for me. See, so I've gotten people mad at me before because I'll say that I do like I kissed a girl. Bleak has version, and it's like like Bleak has, and it's like <laughs> is it. In context, do I support it? No, but like no. that song kind of is like a banger. Like I can't lie about that. Yeah, you can't I, lie. No denying. I think that's one of the one of the songs that I'm like I I can't even listen. I think it's obvious. I agree with you. Like beautiful vocals, um, but it's like I can't listen to this without thinking about the context. I can't yeah. enjoy it. I was just I just saw like the first half of that episode, and it's just no so. Painful. It's so bad. I like, and it's crazy because it's, it's, I think it's the episode before is so good. Dramatic. Drama, drama. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. It ends with a slap. It (laughs) ends with a slap. Her, her around the glord. Glord? I don't know. Glord? Um, (laughs) I'm trying too hard. (laughs) Um, anyway, um, Drew, what, what songs are we manifesting for this episode wait do you oh, have do you have more hot takes i did I, okay yeah no, no, go ahead um yes because the next one i just wrote down i don't remember how this happened and i'm confused about it um it's whenever i call you friend winning versus another one bites the dust okay <laughs> i can explain this okay um okay so whenever i call you friend 
uh, is a very special song to me. I think it's a beautiful uh, Artina duet. Um, anybody, that, anybody that refers to Artie and Tina as Tardy, I do not see you. I do not respect you. Uh, it is Artina. Um, uh, and I think that was with um, Songs from a Suitcase on YouTube. And I think that I just convinced her that this was the better song just by how much I loved this song. And I was surprised that she signed off on my argument. <laughs> And um, and that's why whenever I call you friend is going through and another one bites the dust is not. And I think that um, after going through all of our Instagram polls and seeing like the percentages of like um, the glisteners and like how they agree with the competitions, that is the one that they disagree with us the most. 89%, I believe, wanted another one bites the dust to go through over whenever I call you friend. And so... um, just, I guess we're gonna just sit with that. The I do accept that explanation. I just had, I like, I opened the, the blanket, <laughs> and I just saw that, and I was like, hmm, huh. interesting. I wonder what happened. Um, <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Do you not think it's a beautiful song, Drew? I think I think it's good. It's just like I think another one bites the dust stands out to me more. Sure. So I was yes. like very very intrigued by that. I have. I'll just do the rest of them quick. Um, sing season six. The the Ed Sheeran versus I can't go for that. I'm not mad. I just wanted to say that I think I am Sing Season Six's only fan. <laughs> I don't think you are. I don't think you are, Drew. <laughs> um, I have. Um, oh, I was upset. I was just. I was less upset about the results with All You Need Is Love versus um, Locked Out of Heaven. It was less about the result and more that. Um, you guys really heavily slandered the proposal as a whole. And like, I understand yeah. that in context, mm-hmm. Lane is like a senior in high school mm-hmm, and sure. he's like being a little insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that proposal is like gorgeous mm-hmm. because like the way that like everybody comes together, it's very, and meaningful. All, like, it's very meaningful. And they go to the stairs yeah. from, from never been kissed. Right. Yeah. And he gives this like whole speech about yeah. how like, oh, in every universe we were going to meet and we were Beautiful gonna fall in love. Speech. Like I'm like, okay. Everywhere. All some the of the time. writing in this season, Everybody, they don't know how to write dialogues. Stop it. <laughs> everything everywhere. Everything all the everywhere time. all at once. There you go. I True. I love that movie. <laughs> I love everything that you're saying about this song. Mm-hmm. I will remind you of the fact in the least mean way possible that I possibly can, <laughs> that the speech, as beautiful as it is, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Not part of the song. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I think the part that I focus on with All You Need Is Love is the fact that Blaine invites, um, they have a rec- school for the deaf, mm-hmm. to the proposal, a glee club that he has canonically never met. That's true. Mm-hmm. But do I love the callback? I yes. kind of do. A glee, you know, acknowledge- acknowledging continuity. Sure. Yeah, you're like, yeah. for okay. once in their goddamn lives. Reference. I can't believe they got that. I, um, I mean, I'm stuck on, and people will be like, Allison, I can't believe you're saying this again. Uh, I, Finn would have been there, and that takes me out of the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's true when you watch like the wedding too. Yes. That's missing as well. Um, yeah. And then I have. It's not unusual versus hopelessly devoted to you very recently. Um, obviously, I win either way because they're both blank. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I will say hopelessly devoted to you is my favorite Blaine solo. Just okay. like the drama is so off the charts. Yeah. And like, 
the walking through the football field, this ch- the the Cheerios are flipping around him. Like right. I'm like, yeah. I'm like this is cinema to me. <laughs> Wait, do you think that it is better than it's not unusual or? Um, for me. <laughs> okay. For me, okay. it is. N- neither is bad because I would say that most <laughs> most songs Blaine sings. Are very good. Right. Yeah. Yes. So it's more of just like, which one am I like the most likely to go and like listen to? It's probably hopelessly devoted to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel very strongly about that. I really love that one and I don't know why. Um, and then the last thing I have is Christmas wrapping versus the jazz hot. Mm. And on a normal day, it's just I'm a I'm a Kurt Solo defender, but also I don't understand the 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 Christmas wrapping hype. I really don't like that song. I love I, it. Ding, I ding, thought ding, we were ding, preaching ding, to the, ding, ding, ding. the choir when we were saying Christmas rapping is elite. But <laughs> I, yeah, I know, Drew, you were not alone yet again okay. with alone. this opinion. Um, I think La Jazz Hot did win in the polls. Oh, okay. So. I can feel I, it, the Christmas wrapping season upon us. And I can like, beautiful. it's like an energy buzzing. I can feel it getting closer and closer <laughs> to when I'm going to be able to fucking hear that song. Right. See, I think it's that when people when people do love Christmas wrapping, they're very, they love it a lot. They love it a lot, yeah. yes. And I was like, wow, you know, for me, I kind of don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> me personally, okay. could never hear that again and be happy. Wait, why, um, why don't you like it? Um, I think that the song, it's not even like the Glee version. It's like something about that song is just like the style of it. Do you is, like um, by the same artist? I know what boys like. By I think Lawrence I like Isis. that more. Okay. Okay. I think that works a little bit more for me. Um, also, maybe this is maybe this is just one of my other hot takes. Just in, in sure. general, Glee. I'm not I'm not that into to Britney vocals. Okay. Okay. You can say that. You know, yeah. she she's a dancer. Mm-hmm. And okay, that's really good. But I think that sometimes when she sings. Um, it's not as good as mm-hmm. when she dances. And I would say probably the worst culprit of this, and this is, you know, we've we've talked about your guys' takes on worst Glee cast version. For me, one of the worst is I want to dance with somebody. <gasps> oh my God, wait, 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 Drew. I am with you on that. Britannistan as I'm, okay. I may be. I am like, that is a crime. And I know that Allison, audio wow, medium. I really aghast. love that song. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really um, love that song. But no, Allison, you're going to get confused. And I think this happened with like wannabe Glee Cast version by Glee Cast. I think you just like the original. And no, 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 this is no, 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 no. This is not, this, I do not like the original. <laughs> Frankly, I don't like the original. You don't I, like the original? I do like the original. Let, let's be real. But I don't like <laughs> okay, it. What? I don't like it as much as I like the Glee Cast version. The Glee Cast version is on all of my playlists and I will it's a glee cast cover that I will play at work at any occasion. Uh-huh. For any I reason. Think, I think it's the original being a really good song that makes the glee cast version so hard for me because first of all, they changed the whole arrangement and I think that original arrangement's so fun and then they kind of give it like a very generic Yeah, but it's like arrangement in the glee version. It's jumping. I'm dancing to it. I'm like, yeah, I do want to dance to somebody. It's in my pre-show music for the shows that I do, and I love it. Wait, would you? And oh God, I'm a, I'm afraid to ask this question because I'm afraid of your answer. But would you? <laughs> this is so mean. 
<laughs> um, wait, would you rather listen to the Gleecast version by Gleecast or Whitney Houston version? Me, personally, if I was sitting down? I would rather listening listen to the Glee wait Cast sitting version. down. I, like, am I just sitting at my computer and I only have those two songs on my on my desktop? This is like a you know Sophie's choice. Like you have like you have. You I would reach one. for the Glee Cast version before I reach for the Whitney Houston version. Oh, wow. I can't support that. I no. think. No, so sorry. <laughs> See, this is why I was afraid because okay. it's not just the arrangement. I think Britney also just like. She like, doesn't. She doesn't do it, and that's okay. A lot of people talk about like Kurt singing a Whitney Houston song in that episode. I think Britney singing a Whitney Houston song is you know something what? we should talk about. We. I think that the discourse should happen. I completely <laughs> agree. I think that it is. I think it is bizarre that it's. I think I've brought this up in a, a past episode that the choices of singers in the Whitney Houston tribute episode. Leave something to be desired with, um, sorry, Drew, a Chris Colfer solo, um, a um, Heather Morris led song, and then mm-hmm. dare I say, Diana Agron, um, doing a duet in that it's, episode. It's, it was, a, it, yeah. What what a roster. <laughs> what a what a roster for quite possibly the best voice of all time <laughs> that we will ever have to have Chris Colfer, Diana Agron, Heather Morris. I will tribute. defend the Chris Cole for choice and that at least it was like the plot. The yeah. the Heather Morris one, it's like it just is suddenly happening when you're watching the episode. Yeah. And, you're sure. like, and you're like, I feel like if we're gonna have one that's just in there for like the bops, get Mercedes yeah. on there. Right. <laughs> and I, I think that I think that they could have easily just had it because it's a it's a pretended duet that Santana is just sort of like sprinkled toward the yeah. end. There's uh, a lot of those, which are which is interesting to me. Is it a pretended duet? Right, like Run it's the World Girls. Like, right. is that a is that a pretended duet? But um, yeah, I I think that why couldn't we just get it flipped of like Santana leading and Brittany leading, yeah. and then Brittany just bopping into the that, end. I think that would have worked, especially because I think the end is when they have a lot of like the dancing on the stage. It's true. That's 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 Britney Strong suit. I I'm just saying. love Glee sings love songs, album on Spotify. <laughs> Wait, Glee sings love songs. Do you listen to that? I really? do listen to that frequently. Wait, what else is on that? I'm not familiar. I think Cherish Cherish is on there. Okay, we. Love I believe I, I have nothing. Also from yep. that episode, and uh-huh. also yep. controversial is mm-hmm. on that album. Mm-hmm. Songs that we're manifesting today, Drew. Okay, so I have a list. It's, I'm hoping just like one of these. So first okay. off, come what may. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would just, I really <laughs> want to get that. that one, especially mm-hmm. because I feel like it need, I want it to be here with someone who will appreciate it. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people see it and they're like, this is kind of like slow, but like they, they don't understand. You need to know the, t- the context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I have, it must have been love from season Ooh. six because okay. um, there's things that happen Clank during kiss. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be fun to um, discuss. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have, um, it's all over. Thank yeah. you. Just because, You're of course, right. barely breathing. Yeah, yeah, I um, really great. Tight these rope. are bobs. <gasps> wow, Drew, you came. With, uh, this is these are great. This wait, is a great playlist. Tight rope. Oh, ooh, okay. 
Yes. Little, little niche fave there. Um, you should be dancing. I think is very exciting yeah. scene to watch. Fun. Yes. Um, boys slash boyfriend. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite mashups. I would love to hear it. Um, into the groove. Ooh, which yes. Is, Ooh. Which is some Kurt and Adam Lambert. Demi Lovato uh, on the keys. Demi- yeah. <laughs> um, want to be starting something because I think that yes. that's a Blaine solo that nobody ever talks about. Nobody's talking about it. And nobody I want to yeah. be talking, talking about, about it. To the point that you don't even realize that it is. Yeah. Start that Twitter thread. Why is no one talking about want to be starting something? Glee Cast versus Mike And then, of course, Somewhere Only We Know. Somewhere We Go sometimes. I think this would be a perfect episode. This would be a perfect episode to pull that. I'm telling you that, This would be a perfect episode to pull somewhere. I would love Into the Groove because I would love to talk about Puppet Master. Okay. Okay. Very solid choices. Because I think I am. Another thing I think I'm very uniquely a fan of is the episode Puppet Master. Wow. Really? Okay. Okay. Very fun. The episode that famously <laughs> took Kevin McHale down? Yeah. <laughs> Look, That's when he was like, like, oh no. His sacrifice, <laughs> it like helped yeah. me in my life. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I love those puppets. <laughs> okay. First song pulled. Audio medium, Allison is surprised. <laughs> surprised. She's pursing her lips. She's raising she's her eyebrows. And she's clicking on the file. And I'm clicking on the file. Season three, everybody. I've been waiting for this one. Really? Can you allow me to share my screen? Oh, I have. Yes, I, I don't think I've ever said or predicted this song, but I have been waiting for this. Oh, um, God. I have been in the back of my mind. Anybody know what it is? Oh, I already Wait. showed it. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh my God. This is good. <laughs> Never can say goodbye. No, 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 no. Never can say goodbye. Even though the pain and heartache seems to follow me wherever I go. Though I try and try to hide my feelings, they always seem to show. Then you try to say you're leaving me, and I always have to say no. Tell me why. Is it so? Don't wanna let you go. I never can say goodbye, boy. Ooh, baby. I never can say goodbye. No, 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 no. No, 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 ooh, oh, I never can. 
been this happy for a song to be pulled in so long i was like ha- like grinning the entire so goddamn time. Good. wait before we say anything drew you are the gleek of the week mm-hmm. please begin the discourse on never can say goodbye glee casters my glee cast well we were talking about the quinn solos and i would say this is the best quinn solo there is mm-hmm. i think yeah yeah um, it's great <laughs> mm-hmm. i also i really like I mean, she looks amazing in the, like, on the uh, in the parts in the auditorium, like the black dress, oh with the sparkles, <sighs> and the beading. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love this song, and I have been waiting for this. Turn it up. Um, the bun, just that the entire bun. outfit on stage. I'm like slaying mm. the game. Like absolutely, that is the best Quinn outfit to ever exist. You cannot you, find it on quinnfabrewares.tumblr.com. No, here's the thing. After this episode aired, I was a little freak, and I I did look up like the the dress. The dress very cheap. I remember really? looking it up like over ten years ago and being very surprised to find out it's like only like goddamn forty dollars. And I'm what? like, are you kidding That's me? That's insane. I've Link seen me. like yeah. I've seen like fashionofglee.tumblr.com posts where like Blaine mm. has polo shirts that cost more than that. Literally. Oh my god, yeah, ridiculously and expensive. She's like, this should be this should be the ad for the dress. You're you're really working it for in a real. Way. Yeah. This is an amazing performance by Diana Agron. The song is good. The look is good. The entire context for me is good. Like having Puck and Finn and Sam on stage, not really lusting after her, but supporting her as a human being and really just being happy for her Mm -hmm. and not any of them trying to get anything from her. Just really just being like, I'm Wait. glad you're in this place that you are with their like facial expressions. Puck will later go on to pursue her post-graduation. But yeah. I love that they're just like, yeah, okay, Quinn. I love you and I know why because you're great. I have a question for you then because like I feel like obviously it's – you get the reactions in the choir room, mm-hmm. Puck, Finn, and Sam, and they're very happy. Mm-hmm. Wait, but do you believe that it's canon that they're there in the auditorium? I like to think that they're, it's canon that they're in the auditorium. <laughs> because in my mind, I'm like, that is so cute to have the three of those guys all be like, hey, we all dated this girl. She's great. Sure. Let's all yeah. dance with her. It's fun. I do, usually, I do usually take the auditorium, especially if there's Dream. nobody in the audience, to be like, imaginary yes but i think that would be really fun if puck finn and sam just agreed to do this for absolutely no no reason (laughs) i'm gonna sing you're gonna look at me nice right and it's like you each have your turn but then deep in the subtext and i'm sure there is there is fan fiction specifically about this scene the fabari of it all yeah. Looking mm. back at how Rachel is looking at Quinn and they were just talking in the bathroom, like, well, okay. Kiss. I, 
I will speak the praises later on in the discourse of this of this song. But for now, I want to talk about the context of this song because a yes. lot of it does not make sense to me. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, and I need I need someone to explain this to me because the context is Rachel goes up to Quinn in the bathroom where they have all of their conversations. Classic. Um, Shut and- up. <laughs> Every time that you speak at that pitch, I can't hear you. Can't you can't hear it on the Zoom. <laughs> I mean, the quick time will pick it up. Anyway, um, so Rachel goes to Quinn and says, um, you know, Finn proposed. And then, like, Quinn, this is the Quinn, like, era where she's, like, adamantly against Finchel wedding. Yeah. And so uh, Quinn's like, you know what? Like, I just got into Yale. Um, shock. Um, everyone's jaws are on the floor. Um <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, I've dated Finn, Puck, and Sam, but by the time, like, the snow rests in New Haven by next winter, none of it will really matter. But then she goes on to sing a song that says, never "Never can can say goodbye. goodbye." And it's like, wait, so are you saying that you're leaving these stuff in the past, (laughs) or are you actually taking them with you forever? Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Um... I feel like she's like, I'm just like, appreci- like, she says a thing after, I feel like, when she's like, I'm appreciating all of you. Right, yeah. Um, but I also, I also always do, I always, I, I see Quinn as a lesbian. I really do. She is w- written as a, a queer character. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just think that that's, makes more sense. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and that song, like, I'm always like. She's saying, like, she never can say goodbye, boy, but it's because she feels like, like, that's just society making her think she never sure. can Sure. Ooh, okay. That's my, that's my, like, special reading. I'm like, that's yeah. not what the original song is about. My, I'm like, when it's Quinn Bray. Yeah. yeah. My reading is that uh, it's the whole, you know what, I've dated them. They will always have a piece of my heart. But by the time the snow falls, like, all have... I'll be a different person, but they will always still mm-hmm. have a chunk of my heart. They will always be my past. I can't change my past. Okay. I can That's never I was say, looking for. I can never <laughs> say goodbye to my past. Do we like some of them though? Like, are we okay with like Quinn Puck? Because I don't. Oh, like I know that people are like, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, I want to really get into the, the conversation the of it all between Quinn and Puck. I think season three, Quinn and Puck at the very beginning is good. At the very beginning, when Quinn is like planning like hot sauce sauce. in Adina Menzel's apartment, Quinn, no, you can't do that. I like the. I like the. I was just. I've just been watching all these like beginning of season three episodes, and I will say I like Puck in it, where he's like, I don't. I, I don't care about. It's not about you right now. It's about like the baby Mm -hmm. you know like i think that i think that if they had decided to go with a plot line where like puck actually wants to like bond with his child i would have loved that and they really ruined it with the shelby stuff with the shelby of it all yeah well i think that yeah it's it's like disgusting in retrospect that it's like puck is like painting i mean the entire all the characters are like painting quinn is like you're a crazy girl. Like, oh, there's Quinn again. Up to crazy things, yep. I'm sure. But like Puck is like the main perpetrator of this when it's like, okay, you're having a very inappropriate relationship with... Um, Not really trying with, to hide it either. 
with Shelby. And and you sing multiple songs in a public setting I'm to the her. Only one. Right. Um, you're literally hot for teacher in front of literally like, with the doors open. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It just makes me sick. But then also in that same note that it's like Puck gets so many songs about this relationship with Shelby, mm-hmm. whereas like Quinn doesn't get a single like this is her first solo that she gets since it's a man's 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 world in season, season one. one episode 21 and she does have like a lot of plot in season two um you know she could have sang about prom she could have sang about her feelings with sam she could have mm-hmm. sang about her feelings for finn she like feelings for rachel anything um but she doesn't sing a single solo this is uh I guess some people would regard it as like the last Quinn solo. Um, Come see about me is. I don't is know. it a Quinn solo? We don't know. It's uh, anybody's the, game. The Glee Wiki says it is, but we don't know. Right. We, we, we don't know who who is making the rules. No. Um, Anyone could have said that. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that Quinn gets so much plot but does not actually no. sing that often mm-hmm. is my point I'm not mad make. that she sing she doesn't sing about her relationships though. <laughs> I think that would have you... made her a one-dimensional woman like they have done to a lot of the female characters. Where Wait, they're in what way? they're only important in their relationship to a man. Yeah. So I'm glad that this is kind of about her relationships but like more about herself. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's about her no, moving on. Mhm. I'm glad she wasn't singing a heartfelt love song about Finn. I would have loved yeah. to hear about her fucking trauma. Yeah. There are there any songs it. about the Quinn's like what is she what can she sing about about <laughs> having things. a baby, giving it up or like come kicked on out, skank like, Quinn. Like, yeah, skank Quinn. Skank like, Quinn could have a- had so oh, yeah. many songs. Really, mm. that was a well that they really didn't tap into. Yeah, didn't do it. I would have loved. Also, I wish. I wish that lasted longer. It's truly yes, like the pink two hair. episodes. Two episodes. Yeah. And it's like, I thought this was cool. I want Skank Quinn and Paramore. Yeah. To go on tour. <laughs> to go on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I want Skank Quinn to open for Paramore. I want Skank <laughs> Quinn to open Diana for Aaron Paramore, to who's opening for Taylor Skank Swift. Mm, okay. Mm. Wow, that's a lot. That's a that's a hot ticket. That is um, that's expensive. I feel like we've talked so much about this song. I still have more things that I want to say. Good. I love um, it. Uh, Quinn's locker is where all of Glee's continuity is hidden. Um, <laughs> the photos also, from Rocky Horror. And I'm like, okay, wait, Quinn, you've been sitting on all of this goddamn information. Literally. Are you kidding me? A lot of photos from. Rocky Horror. That's she the only proof Rocky that Horror she was week. friends with Britney. <laughs> they hide that in high, they hold Rocky Horror in really high regard. Like in season six. Yes. yes. Rachel, Rachel also has, has the photos. picture of Sam in the gold shorts. And it's just like, yeah. always the Rocky Horror. Always But Rocky like also Horror. like, I'm so confused every time I watch this performance because it's like, why does Quinn have a picture of like, like very like solemn skank Quinn in her locker? Yeah. Just- why is that like, why just put that in your lock? Are you? She liked the look. She never wanted to forget it. In but case, that's not even yeah, a, it's not like, even a flattering good. picture of it, though. <laughs> in case manic panic went out of stock, she needed to know how to recreate the color. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she needed it handy in her locker. Exactly. She's like, you never know when you're gonna have to go to Sally Beauty. Mm, okay. Okay. 
You know what? Finally. I'm getting a lot of answers about never gonna say goodbye answered. I, I have put so much thought and energy into the Quinn of this song. Uh-huh. Uh, here it is, all on a plate for you. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Another I, thing I did think about was at the end, she's doing her very Quinn dance moves. Yes. And I do always, I like to see that. Like the way that she's just like in the choir room. She's like a bird. Wait, uh- Audio medium, audio medium, audio medium, audio medium. I'm dancing like a bird in the fucking tropics, trying to mate, like showing off my little neck moves. Wait, so are you saying that Quinn, even though she's singing about the end of all of her relationships, she's still Is, looking for potential still, suitors? <laughs> she's still acting like the native tropical bird that fluffs up and does this little dance. Um, I do. Does anybody have? Any further discourse to add to Never Can Say Goodbye? I can never say goodbye to Never Can Say Goodbye, so I'm afraid for whatever is being pulled. I just pulled the next song. I was also very afraid, and I was like, I need to know mm-hmm. what it is for my own sanity. Um, it is a season five song. Okay. Um, that, you know, I'm going to go on a limb and say, Drew, you enjoy. Ooh, okay. And do you know what it is? Is this Broadway Baby? It is Broadway Baby. Interesting. <laughs> I am just a Broadway baby Walking off my tired feet Pounding 42nd Street to be in a show Oh, Broadway Baby Learning how to sing and dance Waiting for that one big chance to be in a show. Oh, gee, I'd like to be on some marquee. All twinkling lights, a spark to pierce the dark. From Battery Park to Washington Heights. Someday, maybe, all my dreams will be repaid. Heck, I'd even play the maid to be in a show. Mr. Producer, I'm talking to you, sir. I don't need a lot, only what I got. Plus a tube of grease paint and a follow spot. I'm a Broadway baby. Broadway baby, slaving out of five and ten. Oh, yeah. Dreaming of the great day when I'll be in a show. All afternoon Eating out a greasy spoon To save on my dough At my tiny flat There's just my cat A bed and a chair Still, I'll stick it till I'm on a bill All over Times Square This is a little tough. I I would agree. I love this. This is a tough. Co- oh, don't do that. I think before you say anything, Allison, and maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't, Drew. This might be the most gay song on Glee. 
And <laughs> I think that like there's something about it that is like so just like in its nature that is just like this is a homosexual song. I don't know. It's something. I mean, I have a lot <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about it because there's so there's so much like going on. Yeah. I think. Like first mm-hmm. of all, Carmen Thibodeau looks so angry. Mhm. They, they had her in the up. first half, not going to lie. She was smiling, and then when Blaine showed up, sunken yeah. smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the whole, like, they had to do a solo, and they just decided to do a duet. Mm-hmm. And then this is, like, the downfall of Rachel Berry being a oh, Miata yeah, student. this is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then just, like, the wider context of, like, the hate crime episode that right. this, right. <laughs> this is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to think about when you're watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really love it. I, I like really. It, yeah. Um, I think it is in my top twenty like most played songs of really? all. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Broadway Baby. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's nine. It is my wow. ninth most played song in my um iTunes library. I I just think it's it's great and I remember like loving it so much that I was like okay I was like not familiar sorry Gleeks not familiar with the original version tried the original version I don't like the arrangement Glee did something different with this arrangement it's more fun um yeah it's much slower the original song if I remember I you Mm -hmm. know what I know the I knew the original okay I was I was very yeah Yeah. when I was very little I was in like dance and we did that song and so I was like oh I know this one yeah and so i don't the glee cast version by glee cast it's hyper it's hyper and it's fun yeah i really like it a lot it gets it, it i think it's really fun um i would say maybe the best rachel and blaine duet that was, that was my next note i think <laughs> this is the best rachel and blaine duet no, and Allison, I know what you're going to say, and I think that the only reason that you disagree is because you didn't watch season five live, if I'm going to say it. You, you say didn't that. watch season five or season six live, so there's no nostalgia factor. And so I think that is why. If I if I were to mansplain again, <laughs> what's going on in your, in your silly little what, what woman mind? Yeah. in my brain? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Right. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to ruin this. I don't want to ruin this. I think there's good vibes in this chat. I, I already know that Never Can Say Goodbye is going through, but, like, I will say that, like, this is front runner for me bringing it back. I love this song. What do you call a, a Blaine-Rachel duet? Like, Blaine, what's their ship name? Blanchel? Anderberry. Anderberry is better. Yeah. I like I like Anderberry. Blanchel. I like that. Blanchel? Anything with Barry, like, I think Rachel has a real advantage with her names because her name's Barry. Right. And yeah. adding things to Barry. Puckleberry. Mm-hmm. Puckleberry is amazing. I love that. As a name. It's a good name. Oh my name. god, that's so and good. And it's a good shit, if I will say that on this Glee podcast. Um, <laughs> Drew does not agree. Audio <laughs> medium? Drew just rolled their eyes. <laughs> so not. heavy. <laughs> I did not. I didn't okay. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I guess I'm just not enthused about like Puck. Usually. Sure, sure, right. sure. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Anything puck, yes. Okay. Okay. I, I can see why. So Broadway Baby <laughs> versus Never Can Say Goodbye. It's it's never can say goodbye for me. 
I'll I'll place that. Wait, right there. Drew, I want you to. You're next. Okay. So I think I I think I do have to go. Never can say goodbye. Okay. Then I will throw. Even though I I do I think I'd like Never Can Say Goodbye better. I'm I'm gonna still throw a pity vote for Broadway Baby. I think it okay. deserves. That's my child. That's that's literally my baby. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it is your Broadway baby. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm sad. Front runner for 600th song, babe. I know. So it feels so far away, but it's really not. Looking at the schedule, I'm just like, God damn. Oh, we are so close to the end through. of this. This. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, audio medium. Allison is running around her room. She's sprinting, actually. <laughs> she is doing laps up in this bitch. <laughs> she's, oh, wait, she's doing cartwheels now. Oh, my God. Wait. It's crazy. You can't see it. You can't see it. <laughs> this, uh, this episode for songs is fucking insane. Let's just let's Oh, just my watch God. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come up to meet you, tell you I'm sorry. You don't know how lovely you are. Running in circles, coming up tails, heads on a science apart. Nobody said it was Such a shame for us to part. Nobody said it was easy. No one ever said it would be this hard. Oh, take me back to the start.
the drama. Okay. <laughs> That's a long clip, but I what? loved it. A moment mm-hmm. for the the culture, like, <laughs> like, I I I'm like so curious because Allison and I watched this mm-hmm. episode live Mm -hmm. it was such a huge deal like we knew about this episode months in advance that there was going to be this episode called the breakup and then it aired and then it went a hiatus and we were like oh my god what are we supposed to do with our silly little lives (laughs) now that we've watched this hour of television Mm -hmm. um but i'm curious drew because like what you're not feeling are you still feeling that weight watching it I think so. Not okay. the same. It's not the same. I literally can't imagine <laughs> seeing that like at the time. I would I, I not well. Like, especially just like the component of I have I've heard so much about how the fandom was mm-hmm. at the time that that aired, and I feel like everybody must have been like in the trenches. Literally, no one's safe. Not even the two Wemma stands. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused about. Wemma in that episode because do they ever even like bring up that they had that argument? And then in the immediately following episode, Beast is their like couples counselor <laughs> and is like, ever. okay, let's resolve this issue that didn't need to be an issue to begin with. Tomatoes, you just tomatoes, wanted to be in the, the scientist. Survive. No, They're the sole survivors of the breakup. And yeah. that's true. That's kind of messed up. But like, at what cost? Like, no one cares. Why are they there? Get them out. It's like, it takes me out every single fucking time. (laughs) Get them out of here. Especially, I think, as someone who is way biased towards Klain, I think that that would be the worst day of my life. Because not only did they break up, but I'd have to to defend Blaine with my life. Yeah. Mm. This was, I mean, famously, I'll say it again. I've said it many times before. I finish watching this episode and my mom turns to me and I'm sobbing so hard. I am like, (laughs) like that kind of crying. And she turns to me and she's like, you need help. (laughs) And I did. And that's how intense and how in love with Clayne I was and Finchel. Like to have two of my OTPs shattered. It's so ridiculous. That was and, that was something for me. I think watching it on Netflix is that a lot of time you don't even see the episode titles. Yeah, like, it's just rolling oh, in. Oh, that's so, so interesting. Okay. So I was watching it, and we were process. I, me and my mom were watching it. My mom watched all of Glee with me. Yeah, as nice. I said. And we were like, man, everybody's having some severe issues right now. What's <laughs> going on? Big episode. And then, and then at some couples. point, we like paused it, and I was like. This episode is called the breakup. Like, okay, everybody's <laughs> breaking up. Everybody's I get breaking it. up. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, Drew. Like, how long did it take for you to be a diehard cleaner? Like, are you, were you, like, Day season one? two cleaner? Mm. See, this is, this is an interesting trajectory because I think, like I've said, I went into Glee with a lot of preconceived ideas. You know, yeah. I'd seen some scenes. Super. I'd seen the chatter. <laughs> And I would say, especially as someone who, like, at the time, mostly just used Twitter, I feel like I saw it and I was like, okay, so Pretana is good mm-hmm. and Klain is bad. Because a lot of people <laughs> don't like them on Twitter. I love that. So I was like, that's Too long the, to read, yeah. That's what the vibe is I'm getting. And then, uh-huh. I, and then I watched it and, like, I was, I was watching it partly because my mom said, let's watch Glee. I was like, all right. Yeah. But also because... 
I knew so much about Santana and that she was great lesbian representation. And I was very excited about that. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was rooting for her um, when I first was watching like the first couple of seasons, but then I got to, I kissed a girl and I was like, this isn't what I thought. No was gonna happen i was like that episode i was gunning for it i remember i started season three and i was i was googling when does santana come out and i was like right. oh it's it's only episode seven that's so soon right. this is gonna this is so exciting and then i was like hmm. it was like it was not treated as like delicately as the kurt coming out by any means no yeah. and it's so disappointing it was it was very disappointing and yeah. i think I, I had like i think i had a little quinn era okay Aquara. I don't know why. Like Aquara. when I was in season three, I was like, you know what? Maybe, she, maybe she'll do something, and then she didn't. <laughs> she got yeah. hit by a car, so that was that happened. Yeah. Um, I just remember after just being on the 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 Glee forum that I lived by, died by, mm-hmm. while it was on the air, was the Glee Wiki comment threads at the like beneath every episode. Were you on Tumblr? I wasn't on Tumblr. So like I was okay. like it but they were Glee Wiki was getting all of the stuff from Tumblr right, and like right. bringing it to Glee Wiki and like they were getting the spoilers and everything. Yep. And I remember like after this episode aired they were like I just like this will like stay with me until I I'm I die I'm sure for whatever reason. But someone said that Quinn and Joe should have been in this number and I will never be able to forget it. And so I need to air it out on it right now in the discourse Why? of the scientists. That there, there was someone in Glee Wiki in, I guess, what, 2012 that desperately needed Quinn and Joe to be in this number because they did break up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> when did they break up? We don't know. Did they actually even date? Who the we heck knows? We also don't know. Or did yeah. they just have a sexy physical therapy appointment? Oh, my right. God. Don't even get me started <laughs> on, the, on the sexy physical therapy. Right. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. But, um, but um, I would say Blanche, I would say season four, oddly enough, was like, I think the moment with Blaine for me. Yeah. Because I think he becomes a real boy mm-hmm. <laughs> in that season more than, more yeah. than he was before. Sure, sure. And I think... It, it's really weird. I don't think I was very passionate about Clayne as a ship almost until after I'd watched the whole show and I was looking back on it and I was thinking really? about Really? Yeah, it's really I don't know why. I feel like I wasn't I feel like when I was watching it I was like I'm being casual about this yeah. and all this going on sure. on my screen. And then I I finished it and that's just what I ended up latching on to the most. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I think I think I had a moment of denial. I was like, okay, I've finished Clayne. Yeah. I can move on. And then I didn't. No, you can't. And here you are on a Gleek podcast. And here I am, the Gleek. You are the The Gleek Gleek of the week. week. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. But, um, and, and like, I was definitely expecting to be a Britannia stan. But I have to say that at the end of the day, just, it never really hit for me. Mm -hmm. Just not nearly as toxic as Clayne, some would say. No. No. Yeah. I think. I think that people they have their moments. They have their moments. Yeah. And I think we need to we need to be aware of that. Yeah. More right. often. When right. Brittany... But also I think I think I'll echo something that has been said on this podcast is that a ship can be problematic, but it can't be boring. It can't yes. be boring. Wemma. And yeah. Wemma. Are problematic. Wemma. <laughs> Wemma. Wemma, no. Wemma not problematic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fully. But um 
But like, Klain might be a little problematic. A little bit. I don't know if I would call them fully problematic. No. I think a little bit toxic. A little yeah. bit, but like in a fun way. Yeah. Right. In a way that like I enjoy watching. I would say that Britanna, like, especially, I think season two Britanna is lovely. I think after season four, like, they break up in season four, and then, like, what are they doing? Right. Um, they're being beautiful, and they're not doing the mess that Clayne is doing, comparatively. Um, uh, I just come back to Brittany literally, I don't know, I consider it outing Santana on her fondue for I- two. Santana plays for the other team. Stand out to me well, on a rewatch. I was like, mm, that's not very nice. Well, that's weird. I don't, I do want to get back to the scientist, but I do want to have a rebuttal. Okay. Um, okay. Klain, gun to their head, was like, <laughs> okay, get married. And they were like, mm, okay. <laughs> I that's can't, just like, how do you fucking defend that? You can't. You can't. I, I, and I don't ever want to defend Klain after this scientist point. I don't ever want I will. to. Uh, <laughs> Drew, Drew, will the... will, Drew okay. is here, and that's why Drew is here. But I mm. will personally not. This is when Klain dies for me in many ways. Mm. Um, Klain is over party. Klain, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Klain is, to me, Blaine is older. Season two. Like, it's yeah. Blaine is a mentor guiding Kurt and through his experiences and they bond over that and then they start dating and then season three and after the scientist a lot of things just didn't work for me with Klain anymore and but I'm gonna switch gears and talk about the other couple that we're not talking about Finchel because Rachel says the probably like most I will say a very very moving speech to Finn in this episode when she like marches her way back. She disappears in Ohio. I went to the tire shop. I went to your house. Yeah. And she (laughs) says something along the lines of you were my first love and you might be my last. Mm -hmm. But um, and I'm just like, oh, and then he dies. And then I'm like, he was always supposed to be her last love. And I'm sad. And yeah. It, they yeah. never really recuperate after this point. Like they break up and they never really That's true. get back together That's true. until he passes away. And it breaks my fucking heart. And rewatching this brings all of that back for me. I can't watch The Scientist without thinking about the context of the future, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I can never watch it the same way again and be sad about the past couple because I'm even sadder about the future. I will say... The geography of that episode is crazy because Finn yeah, goes to New York and then the Rachel fuck? just I feel like I would, Rachel I would basically goes to Ohio to have like one conversation. And is this scene real? This song? No, this song is not be. this no. is it not real. Be. This is Finn's headcanon where he cares about Wemma. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finn is that's something that I really enjoy sometimes in season four is they'll have these like all the couples are there numbers, but like it's in one person's head because in the next episode, Rachel, not in the next two episodes later, Rachel yeah. um, imagines yeah. everyone and you're the one that I want. And you're like, mm-hmm. I didn't know Rachel really cared that much about like Tina and Mike. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> no. But um, I will I will defend Clayne every season. Wow. OK, I will. Wow. Okay. You'll, so you'll, um, 
mm, the Blaine Tofsky of it all. Yes. I feel like we're just like, it's like almost like a Q&A where it's like, <laughs> like oh my, wait, what's um, Kellyanne Conway where it's like, uh, she needs to like defend everything that Trump says. And she's like, actually, if you actually look at this, yeah, actually I'm this is what Trump meant. Um, yeah. Their secretary of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Glelly and Glanway. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say season six, it's some of my favorite claim. And wow. I will say that. Okay. Wow. Wait, true. That's so brave. That is very, I love that you said that. I like, love that. Like, if you, <laughs> like, I think the Karofsky thing is questionable. Yes. At yes. best. Oh. Um, some people, some people, some people, like, they despise it. For me, it's like, not the choice I would make, but okay. It makes me sick when I think about it too hard. I mean, like, if I were to venture to defend it, which I, you know, I it, mm-hmm. it almost Don't. pains me to, but... <laughs> I will say that, you know, being gay in a small town like sure, Lima, Ohio, sure. slim pickings, but, sure. you know. Sebastian fucking... is right there, but no, no, sure. No. Here's, yeah. here's my hot take. I would have been more frustrated if it was Sebastian. Really? I would not, because that would bring up. It would be, like, too expected, and also, mm-hmm. like, just, I don't. Karofsky like, is wanna... trauma for Kurt. Karofsky is trauma. Sebastian I, is just all, playful jealousy. I don't want to throw a bone to the Sebastian fans because they're rabid. And they're, they, they scare me. We are not even addressing the fact that Blaine and Karofsky mm-hmm. find out that they're related and no. they continue dating. No, 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 no. They say in the show that Kurt says, Sue obviously made that up sue there's a whole episode in season six about how sue is a liar and then also <laughs> the family tree has a different name for blaine's mother than the blaine's mother that we will meet that hasn't even wow. been introduced no because she wasn't introduced yet she was not she born yet <laughs> but like how would they like you can't say that it's a valid piece of proof when Blaine's mother's name Wait. is incorrect on the yeah. paper. But and I will is- say that Karofsky bullied Kurt into mm-hmm. leaving his school because he thought he was going to die. <laughs> Wait. This is true. Was, was Karofsky, we're so off topic from the scientist, <laughs> but was Karofsky's father in the family tree Paul Karofsky, which is canon? This because is, I this- feel like it is. Let me, let me, let me, let me get because we have already been introduced to Paul Karofsky mm-hmm, I have reason to believe that that is the name on the family tree that we do see okay. but okay but in, okay in defense in again in, <laughs> in the in the defense of Blaine Ofsky Sue has met Paul Karofsky <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if there's an image on like There is an image. Yes. I just need to find it because I I just, I haven't considered that we know Paul Karofsky before and this might crack the whole case wide open. Although I'm not, it's not even. (laughs) How does Paul Karofsky relate to the scientists? In this TED talk, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say that um, but if you take the Karofsky out, all their all their scenes in season six are so like, like especially this entire thing they have where like 
Kurt Riggs the duet wheel. Yeah, that's cute. And, and I do like at like, Rachel's party. In front of Rachel's house. Yeah. And they're like, Ooh. Like, mm. that's very exciting for And then me. Kurt running through the houses to Blaine and Karofsky's no. apartment. And then he kisses Blaine him. And that is a hot Karofsky. kiss. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, audio googling. medium, Drew just gave Allison the finger? And I knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> I'm just Googling like Blaine and Karofsky. Wait, I'm I just going to, I'm going to bring up the episode. We're going to, I'm going to find it. I'm searching desperately, but look, I mean, I do have a friend. I have a friend who very adamantly does defend Blaine and Karofsky. Okay. And to repeat some of some of her arguments, she does say that she thinks it's very interesting in like, cause like you said something about like Sebastian would bring up a lot of, a lot for Kurt. In mm. fact, when Blaine says he's seeing someone, Kurt's like, oh my God. Is it Sebastian? Is, is it Sebastian? Cause that, that's like his, that's, that's the most devastating thing you can think of. But I also think that. Because he wouldn't even consider Blaine thinking about Karofsky. True. I. Paul. Karofsky. But who is Cynthia Roth's child? Tell me that. <laughs> oh, Cynthia Rothschild, Blaine's mom. <laughs> that is not her name. Todd Anderson, his father. I don't Fletcher know. Fletcher Anderson, know if I can take that his grandfather. <laughs> I don't even know if I can take Todd Anderson to be true. Like, what is the truth? I don't know. Because Pam Anderson is canon. Cynthia yep, changed her name to Pam when her name changed to Anderson. So you want to, well, I, to I, get I this bit to commit to the bit. <laughs> to commit to the bit to be Pam Anderson. Exactly. So so you're arguing you want you want you hope the plot is that Blaine is dating his cousin. Yes. Oh my god, are you wait? Sick. Oh wow, this is journalism era for Drew, where it's like you're trying to twist my words into being pro like what? Oh my god. What wait, what is I can't even recall the word for it. No, not Blainowski, but like dating your uh, uh, incest. Uh, incest. Thank you. <laughs> That's how much I don't I'm care. Saying, I'm just saying the Cynthia thing to me is like it's over. And also Sue's a liar, and Kurt says that, and I think that's supposed to tip off to us that like she's lying. Has anybody? Of, I think can we pull text. the next song? Has anybody ever noticed that in the episode The Breakup, um, Blaine sings a solo, a duet, a quartet? in an octet. Has mm -hmm. anybody ever noticed this? Uh, no, yeah, I, and I, I, I did and I did notice it and I liked it. So yeah, I, uh, I think I think it it's was, an interesting piece of like trivia it. that I wanted to bring up. It was good I for me. I like it. Um, we hardly talked about the scientists, even though we, we it's a good so song. Much. No, I have things to say. What do you have to say? Santana, nobody said it was easy. Stick with me for a long time. Yeah, um, uh, to call back to a prior conversation in this episode, um, Heather Morris singing um, at at her best is sort of this celebrated it, it, where it's like, okay, this is, I would say it's almost like synonymous with like a, a wishing and hoping where it's science. like, okay, she's, it, it works for her. Progress. Do not speak as loud as, as my, my heart. heart. Her subtle little like look down at Santana's hand as if she wants to hold it. Right, it's so beautiful. I love. I um, uh, <laughs> Wemma Y, Quinn and Joe. I already brought this up. Oh, um, okay. Um, 
has anybody ever noticed the clips that they show of all the couples for the straight couples they say this the straight couples get a kiss the straight couples get a kiss with um the gay couples at least with like clane they're holding hands no they they get a very cute that's a very like solid moment for that relationship when they when they run toward the teenage dream of it all yes but the britannia scene correct me if i'm wrong not even when they're dating it's a house, no, not a home, right? No, the Britanna. Okay, so the Britanna <laughs> is during the Rory solo home in season three. I was on the home track. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> why was this Im- important I for did, this relationship? I noticed that too. I was like, everybody else is getting like a very special moment, yeah. and like, like it's like, oh, Finchel first kiss, Wemma first kiss. The, yeah. the, the the hallway scene of Clayne that we're going to see 300 times throughout yes. the show. Mm-hmm. Then Britannia, it's just like, there's them sitting. It's like looking at each other while Rory is singing about being deported. I don't know. Um, I it, It's homophobia at its finest, I would say. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then also we brought this up in our episode of Glee and the Rocks when we recapped this episode. Yep. But... Um, if you do frame by frame, watch it. At the very end of this episode, the very end of this performance, you can see Jamie Mays looking at the camera because, like, because they do it. It's a one shot zoom in of Corey Monteith, and all the couples are there mm-hmm. when it zooms in, and then it zooms out, and all the couples are gone. Love and you can see Jamie Mays look at the camera for the direction to leave, <laughs> scatter. And um, I just think it's fun. I think about it every time. Me too. I didn't see that. That's good. <laughs> I think it's a it's a fun little homework assignment. Go watch the scientists. On I think Swift, Swift Gleek Swifty Smiler, Gleek? Swifty Gleek Smiler on YouTube has has like the most like watched and uh, I think YouTube video. You are the person that have watched that video well, the most because you will for- famously watch that while smacked. Well, like I will come home very drunk, and then that is the that is the performance that I I crave at like three o'clock in the morning. Swifty Gleek Smiler, we want you on the pod. Thank you. Anyway, I'm scared. I, I feel like you've been pulling very good songs. I've been pulling bop after bop after bop. If this next one isn't good, it will be a real streak break. You know what? I was thinking about this song today. Okay. What are you supposed to do with this information? Great. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, okay, getting it ready. You will not be able to tell what it is from the first shot. If you if you do, that would be very impressive. No. 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 It's Rise. Oh. <laughs> Hear the footsteps. <laughs> Have you ever felt like you woke up on the wrong side of your heart? Has it ever felt like it's broken, like the world tore it apart? Have you felt so weak you could hardly stand? Like if you ever fell, you can never tell if you'd ever get back up again. I know it's hard to do, but I think you can make it. Cause I know we can take it Baby, we will
strongly about that one i will say <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna end there for sure this um, is a darren chris original chris, a darren yeah. chris original and still you can't stand by it mm, <laughs> no because at this point for me the show is no longer glee it's fox's fox's show like just they, generic they content on a 9 p.m. They on a needed, Friday. They needed to fill a time slot, and this isn't even Glee anymore. It's not real to me. You could copy paste this song and put it on Crazy Ex Girlfriend. You could put it on Zoe's. Oh, don't do that for Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Crazy Ex Girlfriend has amazing okay, original okay. songs. Okay, you could put this on Smash. You could put this on. Oh no, wait, Smash. <laughs> no, Zoe's Extraordinary was... Mary playlist. Some you good could. Songs. Oh my you god. You could put this okay. on any other Fox show that sings songs. And it would fit because not it all is Fox shows. Yeah, I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, whatever, whatever singing shows. Uh, there you choose are. at least like a bad TV musical. A bad like, TV I think all the musical ones, show. All the ones that you named or like. Isn't there one called Rise? Oh, wait, there is. I've never. But seen I never it, watched it. It's about it a high school real. glee club. There was like yeah. a. It's wait. like they were trying to just be glee. They were trying to be glee. This isn't, it, it, it's not, it's not gleeing. The glee is not gleeing. It doesn't hit, like, I mean, I will say Loser Like Me is better than this. I, Ooh. this is not, it doesn't hit for me. It's a good quality song. I think it, uh, it, it does nothing for me. Really, it does nothing. I feel like I've been so mean to you this episode, so I'm like... I could have been a lot meaner. <laughs> I held okay. my tongue about Broadway Baby. I will not hold my tongue about Rise. Wait. <laughs> I'm like sort of interested in like opening the Broadway baby worm. Yeah. Can. What did you no, want to say I about Broadway you to, baby? I wanted you to have your moment and I wanted it to be positive. Wait, I mean, Broadway baby not going through. So like step on it. It's I on the ground. I don't like it. It's giving I am the greatest star. Oh, uh, okay. I don't want to open that actually. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. closing that back Put up. it away. Put uh, it away. Oh God, shove it back Putting in. it on the shelf. Um, <laughs> I mean, to your point about like, Loser Like Me being a better song, I would say that, and I think that we talked about this in like almost like in a Patreon episode, that like Rise is the best out of Loser Like Me Outcast. I think of these like original song like anthems, I think that Rise mm-hmm. is the song that is the most like bop. And I think it wants to make you feel something where there it's it's literally exactly like this time. 
Like, it's exactly like the Darren Chris original from the final episode. He just it, writes like that. It, it, mm. it, I love Darren Chris and I love his music and I love those songs, but it's trying to get an emotion out of me where there is none. I am emotionless. Mm. I am dead, head empty. You are, I'm feeling nothing. Wait, how about, what, what about the vocals? I mean, like, Samantha Ware and um, Noah Guthrie are, like, putting their entire body Very good. Place. Very good. What takes me out is the warbler. The warblers are in there, and it is kind of like... The random warbler at the beginning. And Kitty, I'm just like, okay. I will say, I think I would agree, I think I would agree that I would listen to Loser Like Me. Over this, because that has really? the nostalgia for me. That has nostalgia, that yeah, has it's, meaning. It's L-O-S-E-R. I can only be who I are. And honestly, like, Rise, I get it. Like, your school burnt down. Like, I get it. You have <laughs> like to combine. Like a phoenix from You're the ashes. You're from the ashes. Exactly. But, like, the the symbolism with, with, the, with the jackets doesn't fit for me. There's something misogynist about it. Uh, mm. I just don't like it. They all I... have to be warblers now. <laughs> yeah, because like it's like almost like they wanted to make a happy medium where it was like, oh, okay, we're two glee clubs converging, right? And we don't want to be in uniforms, but we also do want to be in uniforms. But then the <laughs> like the agreement that they have is uniforms. Hey Jane, remember when we wouldn't let you into our glee club and wear this uniform? Hey, guess what? Now we're also forcing you to wear a different uniform. Oh, mm. interesting. And we never even like heard Jane's. Opinion on it. No, we never get an opinion. No. And that's my opinion. That's like now you're going to come into my glee club and you wouldn't let me in your glee club. Exactly. I'm doubling down. I love this song. I think that (laughs) the um, the la 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 I could do without. Um, I think that's silly. And I think that Darren Chris was just like, he needed to send it in this song <laughs> at a certain time. Um, He's at 3 a.m. Like, fuck it. Add, a fuck some, it. add some laws. La, 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 fuck. la, la. Uh, in the footsteps, as you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> the only time you ever hear footsteps. One of the rare moments. Me? One of the yeah. rare moments you can hear the... I can't think of any others. Mm-hmm. There might be a squeak or two in a in a... In a performance in a competition performance but, but you can really hear them yeah <laughs> anyway scientists for me babe. yeah the scientists. scientists yeah sorry rise go back down to the ashes go back down we're burning Burn you again, again. <laughs> Please never come back up it, you're not as bad as outcast but damn you're still pretty fucking bad um Okay, so this is like the first song that you're not overwhelmed by. I'm not overwhelmed, but uh-huh. some people might be. Okay. Some people might be. Here we go. Oh, oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I... Yeah. 
everything so clear I am changing I'm gonna start right now right here but I need a friend to help me start all over again oh that would be just fine I know believe that we pulled this I, I i swear i said two days ago i i said to someone i i i commented that i was afraid for when this song would be on this podcast because <laughs> i knew you guys would have things to say about hurt's inclusion in this number and i was sure. like i'm a little scared and I and then I, I made some comment. I was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna be on in a couple days. It'd be crazy if it was pulled if of it me." It was bold. Wait, here we I, are. I mean, you took the words right out of at least my mouth with Kurt's inclusion. Can you def- <laughs> defend it? Well, first of all, there's no other Kurt and Mercedes duets in like four minutes. I I appreciate them. No, I mean, there's no. There's only one other. Is what I meant to say. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there's only one other, um, which is great. We love four uh-huh. minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love Kurt Sadie's, so I'm glad they got this little moment. And I think that um, it's just like, it's nice, the whole like friendship thing they're trying to do of like, you know, we fight, but we're buddies. And mm. I like the context a lot. Even though it is to serve Rachel. I mean, Santana, ultimately, yeah. Yeah, and if, if you're watching Glee, sometimes things will happen that serve Rachel, but they're fun. So, like, it's true. So that's a it. lot of the show. It yeah, that is true. out. Yeah. I mean, even beyond this being about Santana and Rachel, it is a song mm-hmm. about tater tots. And <laughs> I think it's... I love that. I think it's important in the discourse that they... That they they chose one of the best power ballads from the Broadway catalog to mm-hmm. sing about Kurt and Mercedes fight over tater tots. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just, I don't know. That's what I was thinking about the entire time. I mean, obviously, like the, the Kurt's inclusion, I think like, it's like almost like a tired opinion where it's like, obviously people yeah. are upset that Kurt You go is in the comments of that video, everybody's like, why is Kurt in here? Why it's is like, Kurt in here? And like, let's move it, on. Right. But like, it's like, uh, Amber Riley did this on the West End. We have a Amber Riley solo version of this song um, at our availability. And I don't so, think he particularly yeah. sounds bad either. No, I wouldn't say he sounds bad on this track. I think he did. I think he did his best. Like, obviously, he's never going to sound as good as Amber right, Riley. Exactly. Yeah. I think he did what he, like the, the best he could do. And that's I don't I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. But I will I will also pose a third option that is um I don't know Drew have you watched the Glee project? I have. Okay. And uh, um Alex Newell, I don't know if this was their final song that they performed in the Glee it's project like their season last 1. last chance. Yeah, but they they mm-hmm. did sing this song at one point and it was a, a a great rendition. We do get like um Alex Newell has like performed this and like there's like YouTube vid- videos since then of Alex yeah. Newell performing this. Um and it's like this is this is a unique number, and it's like mm-hmm. unique is like fanning themselves at the beginning of the uh, <laughs> the performance, and it's like yeah, because uh, like, baby girl's livid that she's not on the stage. Yeah, I, I would put unique and Mercedes on this before I would put unique and Kurt. Oh or my god, Could... Mercedes and Kurt. Right. That's yeah. also that's also something that again people have said. Yeah, people so, are saying this, and I think I understand it because I think that I do, you know. There's a lot of duet partners we never got at all. Right. And I think that that's one that would have been good. But I do think that for like the function, it makes sense that they're like friends. Yeah. Because sure. at the end of the day, Mercedes is and Unique are like they've met before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. But I do I I would say that this is this is decent. This is good. It's I'm decent. not going to say that it's not bad. Wait. I'm not going to say that it's bad. <laughs> Wait. Um, it's not I, bad. I do recall there being an on-set photo of Diana Agron in the exact fit that she's wearing in this um, performance. And she is sleeping in her chair. And so, you know what? I just want that to take that to the polls when you when you. It was do a late-night shoot. It was a late-night shoot. They sang this 7,000 times. I'm making shit up. I'm making excuses for her sleeping. But it wasn't. It wasn't as electrifying to keep her awake. It's true. It's- <laughs> I, uh, if it was a that. unique and Mercedes duet, maybe Diana Agron would have stayed awake. Perhaps. Um, but she seems like she would just. I feel like I've seen other pictures of her asleep she, on the set of Glee. She, she falls asleep, asleep anyway. <laughs> I think she's tired. Sleepy girl. Yeah. Yeah. Especially By like five. Yeah. Um, and then also I want to bring up the fact that Rachel and Mike are sitting next to each other. Yeah. What is that conversation like? Uh, does Rachel not have anybody else to sit next to? I don't like, it just feels. Everybody (laughs) is done with her. Because like everybody in this performance, everybody go watch the tapes again. But like everybody's like almost like sat in pairs Mm -hmm. in the auditorium. And Rachel and Mike are for whatever reason sitting next to each other. Well, because is Tina there? I didn't notice Tina. Tina is like sitting next to like writer i feel i saw mm-hmm. random um why are they like all they at just... the fucking high school again because that's the, the, the comes over episode, right yeah yeah how do, how do they all end up in the same place at the same time all the fucking time geography of every single episode of glee tele te- teleportation there's yeah. a lot of lines just 
back and forth the mm-hmm. east coast of the United there's, States. There's one bullet train, and it connects Lima, Ohio to New York City. Yeah. And somehow Yale gets in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a New Haven connection I, no, and I, Boston. I actually, I would argue that Yale is not included, and that's why Quinn doesn't come out come back as regularly. It's true. There you go. <laughs> He's farther. She's very choosy about the times that she comes back, though. Um, okay, last song of the episode. I'm manifesting it's all over as like a dream girl. Ooh, cute. Yeah, That'd be cute. I like that. <gasps> okay, we are done with Quolos. Our <gasps> final Quolo of the Glacket. Oh my gosh. Oh. Do you know what yeah, it is? I know what it is. moment I wake up before I put on my makeup, makeup. I say a little for you while combing my hair now and wonder what dress you wear You're joining Glee Club? <sighs> That's not Santana. That's not Nia and Heather on the track. No. No, I think it actually is. Actually, <laughs> it is. Actually, it is. <laughs> yeah. Heather Morris can actually sing like that, and we just never got to see her full potential. She just only wanted to do it that time. Yeah. Once. Yeah. She was like, okay. I'll do After that, I'm not doing any better. Okay. Yeah. I'll sing uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, but it's not going to be good. Uh, <laughs> um, Constantly amazed and gooped of how short this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. really um, There short. is like a slightly more extended version on yeah. YouTube that we get like an extra verse. She talks but, about being on the bus. Yeah, I run for the bus deer. Um, <laughs> bus deer. But like... God, this is this is so iconic. This is so constantly good. being referenced. Never will be done again. All over TikTok. Yes, it's just yeah. Wow, beautiful. You're speechless, honestly. Yeah. What is it? What What can be said about what can be said I about? I say a little, a little prayer. prayer. It's just uh, incredible. What really does it for me? Put my on my makeup. Makeup. makeup I yeah. love. <laughs> There is something about that little section of the song, uh, especially the visual part, that works for me. Yeah. I love it. It's iconic. It's so good. Yeah. I literally, I don't know, loss of words vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I said so... so much during The Scientist that I'm just like. <laughs> we we got all the way to the Paul sci- Karofsky. <laughs> How do we get to Paul Karofsky for my Say a Little Prayer, though? I've been thinking about, <laughs> I've been thinking about that conversation like, since it i've just been like we went really far there we took it to a whole nother level and to relate i say a little prayer to paul karofsky i mean dave karofsky at this point is in not out 
yet. So he. I don't think is... Dave Krofsky has been introduced. This is a season one, episode no, he's two. Not, he's not been in the show. <laughs> he has not been born. Neither well, has well, Paul Krofsky. Well, in my, in my head canon, uh, he's uh, on the football team and uh, he heard about Finn's mom's prostate uh-huh. and uh, he took it to his dad, Paul. And he's like, Paul doesn't call his dad dad. He calls his dad Paul. Paul. And to um, remind the viewers that is his name is Paul. Yeah, he says, "Paul, do women have prostates?" Uh, and Paul just looks at him and goes, "Well," and walks away. And so Dave comes to school and he's so still so confused. And he talks to his friend Quinn. And Quinn and he's like, "Quinn, Quinn, can I ask you a personal question?" And Quinn's like, "Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm actually preparing a number for Glee Club. Can you hold off until until I get done with this?" And Dave's like, absolutely. Um, Quinn goes on to sing, I say a little prayer. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I was sort of waiting for a payoff that never came. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. I will okay. say, just a, just a thought, is that you said that Karofsky is on the football team, which, you know, you would assume. But in se- the first time he is introduced in season one, he's like a hockey, is he a hockey player? Uh, Wait, no. I don't. I'm I don't know. That the first I, time they introduced Karofsky, he's like on a different sports team, and that's it, why he's like fighting with Finn. And also, not to po- poke Cole, this is so rude. This is me being rude to Allison all goddamn episode. But here I go again on my own. Um, I think that Dave Karofsky's first episode, he's throwing a slushy at Quinn and Finn. <laughs> I yeah, think- yeah, no, no, you're completely right. This is before that. Okay, so this is before, like, he was still, he was friends with Quinn. He was friends then- with Quinn, and then she joined the Glee Club, and then he was like, oh, I can't be friends and with that And she's not cool anymore. That's, exactly. that's mashup. Exactly. The whole and plot of the episode, she's not cool anymore. He's a yeah. little bit embarrassed. He's a little bit embarrassed. He's like, I almost asked my former friend Quinn if she had a prostate. I'm so glad I didn't have the opportunity to do that, because she had to go sing a, I say a little prayer. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta fact check myself. Yeah, he was introduced as a hockey player, but never mentioned being one afterwards in the first uh, season. Huh. And then they just... They, I feel like we can we can workshop this and be like, <laughs> okay, so maybe Quinn Tri-sport was... athlete. Tri-sport athlete. He does mm-hmm. football and hockey and fuck it, baseball. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Because, because hockey Where is... Where is the McKinley baseball team? Hockey is a winter sport. Yes, f- football is a fall sport. Right, He's a right, but why, why would he be introduced as a hockey player if season, We know like, that he's working on his identity, okay? He doesn't <laughs> that, know no, who he is. No, that we're still playing by the sports season's the, rules. In, in by theatricality, they've decided he's now a football player. Wait, I'm so glad that you're a, a, a Karofsky historian, Drew. Apparently. <laughs> um, Somebody had to be. Okay. I feel like this is coming off like, I feel like people are going to listen to this and they're going to think that I'm like Karofsky's biggest fan. But, but you just not, know your stuff. I just know things. Yeah. <laughs> so. Things that don't matter. But like, why? Right. my question would be, why is Karofsky a hockey player first? In fall of two thousand nine, right. yeah, when the football sense. season is happening, right. I ask you, Allison, the writer, because <laughs> simply we can't make up our minds. I, I will let you in on a little, a little known secret, a peek behind the curtain, if you will. Um, the Glee writers' room is 
constantly smelling a little bit like beef. And really? we can't focus all the time. Yeah, it's almost distracting. Sometimes. Oh, like actual wow. actual beef? Like beef. Actual like, I thought that was like a metaphor meat. for like... No, 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 yeah. no. Like it smells like cow meat. I smell um, like beef. I smell mm. like beef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and... And some people will say that. And sometimes they get so distracted by the smell that they won't stop saying, I smell like beef. And it really messes up our writing quality. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. I brought this up to my supervisor. I brought it up to Ryan. And I'm like, Ryan, we need to get rid of the beef smell. And Ryan's like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, And he just runs off and writes another episode of American Horror Story. Like, great. That's fine. But you need to deal with the beef smell in your own house. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I don't really know what that has to, has to do with. No, I think it's beautiful. The hockey. And I love that. I love that we're getting a, a time traveling alternate universe, Allison, where uh, a universe where they allowed women into the writing room of the first two seasons of Glee. Let's just say that. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. actually, cute. I I I wasn't even writing for the show. I was. The <laughs> I was the beef smell. <laughs> That haunted them. Oh, wait. That was so what you, I was doing in there. You I'm just were explaining to you what's going on. I, I was the beef smell, yeah. So you mm. were the smell, and that's and that's why they wrote Karofsky as a hockey player. <laughs> and, I was just and, there to confuse them. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Arby's. We've got the, the meats. <laughs> we got the meats. So you just like overheard the whole thing about... Um, I was like a fly on the wall, except yeah, there was a roast twin. beef aroma in the room. Uh-huh. Wait, and so they were like thinking about like, were they thinking about having like a Quinn and Karofsky friendship? They and, like, were, where, they were, they were. But then relating, I felt, But then I like I say wafted too to close. Karofsky. I mm. wafted too close to them and they were like, whoa. whoa. We can't do that. And yeah, and they were like, I'm confused now. I don't know where I am. Fucking Karofsky's a football player now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We had so little to say about I Say a Little Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we ended up. And it's all canon, everybody. A we, shockingly, only, we only spit facts. A shockingly Karofsky heavy episode, despite the fact that he's, I don't think he's been in any of these. No, but true. If you're two hours deep into this podcast, this is what you get. This is what you get. No way, Drew, you listen to every single episode. We talk about Karofsky this much in every single yeah. episode. <laughs> he's, he's and we talk about Paul, Paul Karofsky even more in other episodes. Wait, Frankly. wait, can I, can I announce something? Because this is such a Paul Karofsky uh, uh, heavy episode. Okay. Um, Paul Karofsky is the first Glee cast member that I've actually ever met in real life. Paul, before he was even cast in Glee, I met him on August 21st, 2010 at a lost auction. I I flew out to um, Santa Monica, California, and um, I I was like, I guess I was like 14 at the time. And... um, and I remember being absolutely gooped and gagged that Daniel Roebuck, who plays Paul Karofsky on Glee, but more notably at the time, because he wasn't even playing fucking Paul Karofsky at the time, um, he played Leslie Arts on Lost. And um, and I, 
you know, I, I, I know as much about loss as I do about Glee. And, um, and so that was a huge deal for me. I was so nervous. I was um, shaking in my little boots and um, I could not even talk to him. But I remember my mom was like, wow, he was so nice to you, even though you were so goddamn awkward. Um, so... <laughs> oh my god. Um, Daniel Roebuck, I love you for your role as Leslie Arts and also Paul Karofsky. Clearly we love Paul Karofsky. So when it comes down to it, I am changing <laughs> versus I say a little prayer. I am changing versus Paul Karofsky. <laughs> <laughs> a non-Paul Karofsky related song versus a Paul Karofsky related song. Ooh, I don't even want to open the can of worms of relating I am changing to Paul Karofsky. <laughs> The beef smell was back. Yeah. Um, I say a little prayer. I'm I say a little, a little prayer. prayer. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got to be, right? Yeah. Wait, but but Drew, you were you were scared about um, us pulling I'm Changing. Do you I feel downtrodden? Because, no, it's not because I like need it to win, but I'm just like, I just like, I'm scared for Kurt a lot. Mm. On this podcast, you know? as yeah. you should like, be. He catches a lot of, uh, you know, negativity sometimes. Yes. And... Wait. That's okay, because sometimes we all have opinions, because I said a lot of stuff about Britney today. Yes. <laughs> Songs this episode. I have Broadway Baby not going through, um, Rise not going... Th- I forget what it was even against. Rise not going scientist. through. scientist. Oh, duh. And I say a little prayer going through. And I have Never Can Say Goodbye and The Scientist going through, and I am changing, staying behind. This was a Cuckoo Bananas episode. Drew, thank you so much for taking us on this journey and joining us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the question that we ask all of our listeners, all of our Gleeks of the Week. If Glee was still on in 2022, what are they singing? Okay, well, I don't know what the backlog is like. So have you have you spoken about Midnight's by Taylor Swift? Not yeah. really. No. Not really. Okay, then I'm... Then I'm doing it first, so everybody else yes. will be following this, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the standard. Please. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm a very big Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. You know, much anticipated album. So this is this is my Glid Nights. Okay. Glid Nights. Glid um, Nights. Wait, uh, do you have track by track? I don't, but I could okay. do it if I pull okay. it up. Because I have, I have my track by track. But I, I want you to just say what you, your piece. And I'm just going to look at my track by track and see if I agree with you. Okay, first off, Lavender Haze, track one. I thought about this one a lot because I feel like it's not a situation that any Glee character... Has, like, I, I do it a lot by, like, what are they saying in the song? Like, sure. what's the plot line? I feel like nobody in Glee is like, everybody wants me to marry my boyfriend and they're all talking about me. Right. Mm. But I did, th- I did think about it a lot. And um, it's it's one of my favorite songs on the album, so automatically my brain goes to Blaine because when I like a song, I just would like to hear him sing it. Okay. Yeah. So I was, but I was thinking like there there's some like fame elements. So maybe if it's 2022, we also have like Mercedes is very famous. Um, yeah, she is so opening maybe, for Beyonce. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she's she, if she's opening for Beyonce in 2015, <clears throat> then I can only imagine she's only gone up since then well and then also i'm sorry to distract mm-hmm. but i just i i know that we didn't bring this up when um someday we'll be together but beyonce famously never has an opening act um <laughs> and so it's kind of absurd for mercedes to gaslight and everyone into believing that yeah. she's opening for beyonce or so what first. happens at a beyonce concert do 
She Beyonce comes out. Beyonce comes out. I don't think that like that's the whole thing. Is like there's no one that could open for Beyonce. Interesting. It's like everybody's already excited. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking. I think in Blaine Sadie's there was never a Blaine Sadie's duet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's missed. Number two, we have Maroon. I remember Allison. You said Blaine. Yes. But I'm feeling more like Kurt. Like I'm I'm along your lines of like it's Clayne, but. I feel mm-hmm. like it's more like Kurt in season six. I lost the one I was dancing with in New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Blaine's the one sobbing with his head in his hands. That's mm-hmm. just that's just accurate to me. It's true. Um, anti-hero, I feel like you could do most Glee characters with anti-hero. Okay. Right. I'm the yeah. problem, like, it's me. A lot of them <laughs> a lot of them are problems. Yes. Yeah. A lot of times. And I think that the popular answer is Rachel, and I yes. think that that makes sense. But I would also love to hear, you know, like maybe a little Santana, maybe a little okay. Blaine. Okay. Because ha- I think often Blaine would be like, I'm the problem. He would have the I'm the problem breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santana loves to cause problems. It's true. <laughs> um, Snow on the Beach, I'm just going to go with like, I feel like it's a very vague song, but it does make me think a little like, Clean season two okay. okay sort of vibes maybe slightly i don't know um you're on your own kid i feel very strongly about i would love for this to be tina interesting okay i would love i would just love to hear i feel like tina has that whole like vibe of like maybe more the girl who like oh she like wants the guy but she doesn't really get him yeah and also like the whole like blood-soaked gown she gets carried yes she does Carried. So she has, yeah. she has, she has a, a blood soaked gown, and I just, I would love for her to sing like an empowering sort of song like that. Yeah. I feel like we need. I just, I just love. I love Tina. I think she's great. Well, she doesn't get. She just doesn't get enough. She doesn't. You're in right. general. And no You're one right. says that enough. No one says that enough. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that before. Isn't that crazy? In any context. No. I do think I do think Midnight Rain is like the quintessential Finchel song. Yes. Yeah. Like You're right. He wanted a bride, I was making my own name, chasing that yeah. fame. Like nothing has ever been more them to me, I think, yeah. ever. Okay. I have I, I have broke nothing because he was nice. Because he was nice. Um I have I have not very much to say about question because honestly, I don't know what question's about. That could be whoever you want it to be. <laughs> oh, I love that. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. That that, <laughs> that song, I don't understand it. it yeah. It's that's like, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's asking questions, and I don't know the answers to any of them. <laughs> um, vigilante shit to me, that's got to be Quinn, right? That's got to sure. be Skank Quinn. Skank Quinn. Yeah. Oh, skank, oh, the the Skank eye. Quinn playlist is getting long. She's I opening for Taylor. So. She, <laughs> She's <laughs> opening for Paramore, who's opening for Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring out Skank Quinn um, <laughs> for vigilante shit. Vigilante shit. She'll be like, I have a very special guest. Oh, I love that. Um, ooh, Bejeweled. I would love to hear Santana on the track. Okay. Yeah, I said Trouble Tones. Um, oh, yeah. I think that I think there could be an argument made for like an early Santana when she's still like kind of like just meddling around with her relationships with guys, and she's like, "I'm gonna go to the club and I'm gonna say that I don't remember if I have a man." Like that's very yeah. her. But also, I would have just loved if she had kind of an era in season four. Where she was just like, you know, like that. She was just going around and like yeah. meeting people. Let it and, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I think she deserved that, but like with girls this time. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that. Let me see what else I have. Oh, uh, Labyrinth, another another Kurt, but this time we're going like season four. Okay. End of season four, very much like the uh, how I thought the plane was going down. How'd you turn it back around? Okay. Because truly, how did the plane? <laughs> Blaine, Blaine, and Blaine, Plane. <laughs> Blaine Plane. Blaine Plane. Oh my god, they, they he he could almost like like um replace the words. Yeah, he would song. be like, I thought the Blaine was going down. The Blaine was um, going down. That's crazy. Ooh, I wish actually, he would. Oh god, I don't think I like that actually. <laughs> actually, you know what? Scratch that. But um I will mind. say I will say the lyric, um you'd break your back to make me break a smile like I'm imagining. That's very Blaine. Wait, yes. that's also kind of wanky. <laughs> you break my back. I, you I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you would. How much wow, does true. She cost? You're mine. <laughs> I don't know what we're even talking about anymore. <laughs> That's not. It's it's. You'd break your back. Okay, okay, okay. I'm so but sorry. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 being dumb. Listen to I'm, the goddamn album, Andrew. I have not yeah, listened have to the album. No, th- this is this is not my culture. This is Allison's thing. So Allison, <laughs> okay. I, I, I want you to provide commentary, not me being like wanky wanky, you know? <laughs> no, I, I think it really adds to it. Um, Karma, I think I did agree with Allison's assessment that like it's the season, season four, four girls. Yeah, it's Kitty Marley. Yeah, unique. You know, like a very womanizer almost number. Yeah. Okay. I think like- the line, Karma is a cat. That's Marley. <laughs> That's Marley. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all she gets in the song. Yeah, Karma is a cat. Like a goddamn acrobat. Yeah. Okay. That's how uh-huh. this, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um <laughs> sweet nothing. Um I do our our friend Natalie. Yes. Um, Prior to the week. Has said to me that um Sweet Nothing is like Sam Sadie's. And I really Ooh. I really do like I really, I really Sweet love that. But also, thing. like when I hear it, I can see Blaine Anderson sitting at a piano. That's what I'm saying too. I mean, I said Kurt. I said Kurt IDK. <laughs> it, it, I don't really like that song, so oh. it, it could have Blaine really loves to, to play a piano, and he does, and sing at someone. Yeah, Mastermind. Who? I feel like if anyone in Glee would be Mastermind, it would be Rachel, right? Yes. Mm. I she said Pamela like, Lansbury dream sequence. Ooh, I like that. Because I was like, I could hear Kurt, I could hear Demi, I could hear <laughs> Adam. At least Demi on the on the keys. Yes, Demi on the keys. You can hear Demi playing the keyboard. Thank God. <laughs> Not a single vocal least. in the song. Yeah. And I am gonna get into I'm, I'm gonna get into the bonus tracks because oh the three okay. AMs. Okay. There's there's something to say there. Um, the Great War, Clean season five. Yeah, yeah, yep, yes. It's yep. it's all in there. Yep. Um, bigger than the whole sky. It's sad. I think sad. Rachel. Rachel about Finn after he's Rachel passed away. Finn. Very sad. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your mind, Drew. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I'm just saying things that are just <laughs> terrible. Ugh. Um, Paris. I don't know. I feel like that's another song where it's like it could be a lot of people just singing like I really like you. Let's go to Paris. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like if anybody would want to go to Paris, like that's giving me like Kurt. Yeah. Although he's he's the Brit. He's like he likes the Brits, but I feel like he would also like the French. He speaks French. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. He does speak French. Yeah. <laughs> he speaks French. Oh, yeah. So he's going to Paris. Um, high infidelity. I mean, anybody. I think anybody on Glee. Britanna. Ooh. I mean, I, they don't really, they're one of the rare cases where I guess they're doing the high infidelity mm-hmm. from other people. Mm-hmm. I what see that. that. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> Like, infidelity is, like, cheating. Like, cheating. Wait, but the... No, and I wish I brought this up, and I'm glad that I'm bringing it up now. Paul. Britanna is the only couple, like, in, in the fucking scientists. Everybody else is cheating. The only reason that they broke up in season four was because there was an energy exchange. <laughs> they aren't cheating on each other, but they are emotionally they cheating on, other cheating on their other people to be together. To be together. Like, Brittany Artie. is not into Artie. She's into Santana. Oh, okay. You're talking about like season two era. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I see that. Okay, um, got it. I have, I have a take for Glitch. I actually think Natalie might have said this. And then I was like, this is true. Okay. We we discussed this together. Okay. Yeah. Um, Glitch is Quintana. Yeah. Like, yeah. Glitch is a glee itch to me. <laughs> That is, a glee bitch. A glee bitch. It's, it's very like, you know, we were supposed to be just it's friends. Been a glitch. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. very like, why is this happening? We don't know. We're yeah. kissing. Ooh. But Diana Ekron <laughs> is sleeping in a bed again. Yeah. <laughs> She's so tired. She's so sleepy. <laughs> um uh would have, could have, should have, I don't really think um has a spot. Yeah. On Glee, mm-hmm. it's an intense, intense song. Yeah. Okay. But I have seen, I've seen some very convincing edits with Quinn. Okay. Like Marley. In what way? Like just her childhood being stolen by her eating disorder. Hmm. That could be interesting. Ooh. Um. Like Quinn, Real. it's like the the pregnancy. Yes, arc, that's I also guess. true. Yeah, and then Curse I've also seen. I've I also heard think, uh, I convincing feel like it... argument with like Kurt and Karofsky, like because that sure. was that was very traumatizing. Oh, was it? Drew, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really brave of you to mm-hmm. um, bring up the fact that <laughs> this there might be a song that isn't for Glee, the way that you're like talking about this song. I don't know this song, but you're like, mm-hmm. you're like, actually, I don't know if this song would fit into Glee. And I'm like, <laughs> wait. make it. Yeah, maybe there are songs that Glee shouldn't cover. No, it's true. And uh-huh. I, there are songs that are very much in the vein of this song that I think Glee did cover. And you're like, hmm. hmm. Because it's like, it's like a song about, because like, it's a song about like this relationship was so awful and terrible and the worst thing yeah. that's ever happened to me. And it's like, should that be recontextualized? Maybe not, but it wouldn't be the first time Beckley takes a song about something that ha- really terrible that happened to somebody and mm-hmm. like is like, this is just a casual little Hee-hee. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, um, the final song on the album is Dear Reader, and I'm going to be honest, I don't, I, I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've listened to the song all the way through more than like once or twice. I flight. skip it. I skip it. Yeah, it's like after would have, could have, should have, like, it's over. Wait, why? Yeah. Wait, I'm, 
like not Reboot having heard album. it. Wait, why why are you not reaching for it? It's slow. It's, it's kind of boring and I'm like I want Lavender Haze again. It's slow and also it has like a it has like a voice effect on a lot of it and I'm like And I'm like maybe I would like it more if it didn't have that. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but then you go back to Lavender Haze and that's that's a flaw. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that, Drew. That was really beautiful. Yeah, I, I've been thinking this. about this every day. <laughs> Good Me night. too, honestly. I'm glad. And it shows. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are also thinking about Glee every single day. So we're all the same in this chat. Um, yeah. Drew, thank you so much for being our Glee this week. This has been <laughs> nothing short of iconic. Um so where can all of the listeners find your amazing glar work? I feel like that's so rude that, that no, because like your artwork is like so much better than to be referred <laughs> to as glar work. Um, <laughs> um, where can everybody find your beautiful creations? Um, as mentioned on Instagram and Twitter, it's Drew Drawling, but there's no G at the end because mm. someone else has thought of that pun before. Well, that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um also this is just like this is just saying this because i think it's i think it's funny people are going to tumblr now a little bit with the whole okay. twitter downfall um and so if you wanna if you want to glee tumblr <laughs> mine is um it's it's clay tina all their names combined <laughs> wait so is that a k-l-a-i-n-t-i-n-a -A? correct Okay, amazing. So if anybody is if anybody is moving Tumblr, that's okay. where you can find me. And I think we should move to Tumblr. God, no, we started a Reddit, we started a Twitter, and we can't keep up with either of those. We can't. <laughs> it's it's fun over there. The Glee fandom on there is um it's not as big as I imagined that it once was, mm -hmm. but it's it, I know I like I know everybody, but it's fun. That is I cute. love it. I love. <laughs> Drew, thank you so much again. To end the episode, we're going to say bye in our most annoying voices after one, okay? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. Bye. bye! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gleek of the Week podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek of the Week Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at GOTWPod. And you can also subscribe to us on Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, early release, ad-free episodes, as well as guest announcements with the opportunity to send in questions at patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week pod. If you're interested in being our Gleek of the Week, we have a guest submission form in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Gleek! <laughs> our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting and loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>